0: This episode of the Look Around podcast is brought to you by Existential Thoughts during the intro. Hey everybody, welcome to the Look. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to the Look Around podcast. Where we look around
1: the world for the world's best entertainment. I
0: am a host, Bailey Roy. You stole my fucking intro, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm another host, Carl Sell. Oh, I thought I was meant to be doing the intro this time. This episode we're looking at, <laughs> Cara <like, laughs> Smith.
1: This is of a, skewniv- a, a um, viewer skew universe.
0: Yeah, it's a good one.
1: <clears throat> Specifically, all the films with Jay and Silent Bob in them, which so that excludes, fucking um, yoga hoses. Thank God, and Tusk, and Zach and Miriam make a porno. And there's
0: another one that's connected. I feel like
1: no, it's just it's just the other three that are connected.
0: Did they make Josie Girl connect? Did they? I'm, I, so I'm thinking. Let's, let's call him up. Let's call. Let's call Kev. <clears throat> Hello, Mr. Smith. Kev, uh, yeah, Kev, this can you is, hear us?
1: Uh, Kev. Kev. Oh, yeah, yeah Um. <laughs> so, um, we're, just, we're doing a review on your Viewersky Universe. So we know Jersey Girl and fuck, and uh, not Jersey Girl. Sorry. We were wondering actually if Jersey Girl was connected because we knew you um connected, uh, your other three films, Zach and Mary, Tusk, and fucking don't know why, but yoga hoses. <laughs> with Reboot.
0: Hey man, it's me Kevin Smith I'm, I'm here on the line, I'm, uh yeah, oh, uh, oh yeah, I just smoked a big old joint, I'm here to, uh, yeah, Jersey Girl, we thought about putting connected into Reboot, but just, you know, because we shoving everything else into Reboot, <laughs> that fucking awful movie I made, and I just wanted to let you know that, yes, Jersey Girl is connected because we use the same type of tyre <laughs> in the, <laughs> in the bit where they drive the van as the one that they use in the car in Jersey Girl, so that's the connection there, so, In a way, I'm crossing all my worlds. Hey, wait a minute. You're not Kevin Smith. You're right. It's me, Harvey Weinstein. Get on my Ah! lap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, my God. A a Weinstein joke in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Classy.
0: Classy. That's very classy. I'm a classy
1: man. Oh, hell yeah, buddy. No, but... Yeah, we're looking at the Viewers universe. And the first film... Actually, no, sorry. (laughs) I've completely forgotten our format. Yeah.
0: There's a um, film, there's a little film. It was shot with a camera. With a camera? It was a It's a film, his first film. Also, the first film in this franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, my favorite movie. Carl's favorite movie. I'm Carl.
1: <laughs> Kevin Smith's Big Break. Kevin
0: yeah, Smith's Big Break. Uh, Clerks. Um... This is the first movie we're going
1: to talk about. Bailey, how did you How did you like this movie? You like I this movie? absolutely fucking love this movie. I 100% see this movie as the fucking amazing piece of uh, 90s cinema that it is. Well, no, sorry. Amazing piece of cinema that it is. This isn't as oh, as bad as some of the other um, <clears throat> films that Kevin Smith has made when it comes to um, 90s influences.
0: Oh, a bit of burp. I also love this movie. I watched it how old was I? I was twelve. Twelve, little, Jesus. Little little boy whose name was twelve. <laughs> his age was Kyle. Oh no um,
1: spoilers, man. Oh, spoilers for um Strangest my... Things. Oh yeah. that's, that's that's season four.
0: Season four. Yeah, season <laughs> four. Little boy little twelve. Little boy twelve. <laughs> um No, I fucking love this movie. I saw it on Australian Netflix you ever, you ever heard of this Bailey? Australian yeah. Netflix yeah, I've heard of Australian Netflix we have decent stuff wow wow decent <laughs> um yeah I watched it and I thought it was like this is it this is the shit I, I, at that point I'd never seen like the only movies I'd seen were like these big blockbuster action movies and I had no idea a film could be this small and like intimate I guess and I watched it and I was like, this is it. This is the best movie I've ever seen. It's actually
1: a really good way to describe the film. It is really fucking intimate. Yeah. yeah. I've never, like, <clears throat> I've never even thought of it that way. Of it being, you really are fucking intimate with these characters. Lives. Well, specifically Dante and Randall's. Mm-hmm. But just, oh my god, fuck. That's, that's a really good way of putting it. Dude, you're a
0: genius. you're smart sometimes. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's really surprising. <laughs> yeah, but no, I thought it was a great flick. Um, it's shot in black and white mm-hmm. it's not distracting at all
1: my god no It some black and white films especially like when they're intentionally shot in black and white instead of just being a limitation at the time can really distract from the film and make them seem a little bit pretentious because like yeah. oh look at us we're in black and white but no this film I mean, granted, it was limited by the the film budget of like fucking, what, 27,000? Yeah. Yeah, 27,000. But, oh, it just does so well. And, like, what's the quote? Um, Because that's not what Kevin Smith at least says in interviews.
0: No, what he says is, hey man, it's me, Kevin Smith, every (laughs) time. That's
1: not what I'm talking about, I'm <laughs> like. no, um what's his excuse in the interviews? He, he read a review, didn't he? Yeah yeah. Yeah, saying that um that oh it's almost like the film is shot from the perspective of like the the, the black and white. Camera. Yeah, the sh- the black and white store security cameras in like, oh
0: my god, that's a great idea. Yeah, he yeah. just starts saying that in the interview yeah, sure. he
1: starts <laughs> saying this. It's That's great.
0: Um There's so much to like about this movie.
1: There really is. There really is All the characters. Gr- granted, the main characters are assholes, but they're also Lovable. Yeah, they're lovable. And they're relatable as well. Yeah, dude. Especially if you're, like, in the age... Especially if you're in a certain age demographic of, like, fucking... <clears throat> like, what? Like, 16 to, like, 23, I'd say. Because, yeah, like, what? They're, like, 22 in the film, aren't they? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no. They're super relatable. They're both stuck in jobs they hate. One of them is, like, a class clown. The other one's a relenting little bitch that, you know, fucking hates change in life to yeah. a ridiculous extent. And the dialogue is oh so my god well-written. That, <clears throat> that, hands down, that is Kevin Smith's greatest asset. The man can write some fantastic
0: fucking dialogue. Absolutely. And <clears throat> this film, and Chasing Amy, we'll talk about later, has just, just brilliantly written dialogue. That just oh. feels natural and... It feels like, I think... Um, this was, like, one of the first
1: films <clears throat> that was, um, talking, uh, sorry, that was using, like, real dialogue, not, like, movie dialogue, like, the characters were talking about, like, real things that you talk with your friends or your girlfriend, there's one scene where the main character, Dante, is talking to his, um, girlfriend, Veronica, about, like, um, making, like, making a man and a woman come, how it takes skill for, to make a woman come and, attack, you know, it's really fucking easy to make a man come. Because you just need to insert somewhere moist, right? Mm. <clears throat> and, like, and that's real shit. That's real shit that you and I would fucking talk about. I mean, Yeah, because not- we're dirty cunts. <laughs> 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 you know, we're, we're dirty, dirty men. No, but like, that's real shit that you talk about with your friends. Like, that sort of disgusting shit, which is like... Like, oh, you wouldn't talk about that in public. No, you would yeah. would fucking scream it at the rooftops. <laughs>
0: um, And that, that bit with uh, Dante and... Leads to one of the most quotable fucking lines of this movie. (laughs) 37! (laughs) My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks in a row. Trying not to suck any dick on the way to the parking lot. (laughs) Fucking, oh, dude. This movie's so quotable. It is.
1: Fucking... It is in a ridiculously quotable movie. Especially, like... What? You say Randall and... Um ignoring um, Silent Bob's little spiel at the end of the film, Jay and Randall, best dialogue in the film. Yeah, they're scene stealers both of them.
0: Oh, yeah. Jay particularly, like, neither Randall or Jay are, like, actors, really, when they made this. Yeah, no, they were first-time actors. Yeah, and they crushed it. Like, they're Mm -hmm. scene stealers Like, they're fucking... Mm -hmm. Both of them are just so fun to watch, and Jay particularly, like, the first uh, scene we get with Jay and Bob... It's one of my favorite scenes in the whole oh, movie. Yeah, it is one of the best. He's like fucking another quote, he's like, I'm a fuck this bitch. I'm a fuck this bitch. Oh, I'll fuck anything, anything that moves. Fucking <laughs> okay. I love, I love it. the fucking I
1: love the circus seal bit. He's like, oh, you know you're a rude motherfucker. So yeah. Like Bob <laughs> like to go down on you, suck you. Like three other guys make it look circus seal. Ooh, ooh, ooh.
0: He's like fucking. Oh, I'm a fucking get game. Immediately after that, it's fucking funny, Ken. Oh, it's funny. Um, fucking. One of my favorite bits is the. That Nudie Booth bit. Oh yeah, fuck. We... Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's that one book. bloke comes in and they're talking about uh, the Nudie Booth and the guy's like, you've highly offended me. me. <laughs> uh, so funny. And fucking Walt Flanagan plays that guy and he plays um, like six different characters he's, in he's this movie. He's
1: one of um, Smith's recurring actors. Yeah. He's like, he's what? He's appeared in every single one of his universe films, right? I think Ex- so. Except for like Mary and,
0: and all that shit. I don't think he's in Chasing Amy. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm so. sure he, he's going to be like a background character in yeah, like the nightclub. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm looking out for him. Right? Yeah, I'm, exactly. Also, um, he runs the James Bob comic book store.
1: He does down in um, Red Jersey. Bank, New Jersey. Yeah. Downtown Red Bank, New Jersey. Fuck yeah. Which gets freaking plugged at the end of fucking every sing- almost every single one of Kevin Smith's films from like what, Chasing Amy Onwards.
0: I think? yeah, something like that. I don't know when he bought it. Uh, probably after, no. like strike ja- Yeah, no, strike back onwards, sorry. Um But also a good idea. <clears throat> uh this film this film is
1: great to watch when you're young. Like I watched it when I was when I was young, you watched it when you were young. It's a really it's a really good motivator because it, like the story's about um Dante who is stuck in a dead-end job, he's working at a fucking servo, which is like a, um, a convenience store for those who don't live in Australia, um, he works at a servo, he fucking, he sells cigarettes in the morning, he fucking, he does this, he does that, fucking, but he hates it, but he doesn't, he, he lacks the motivation to make those changes in his life, and one of the main, like, things is he tries to get back with his old girlfriend, who recently got out of, um... Oh, fuck, I don't... I don't know how to explain it.
0: Engagement with an Asian design major.
1: No, 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 drum major. <laughs> no, no, it's a design major. He recently got out of a uh, engagement with an uh, Asian design major. But, like, he... Like, Veronica, his, his current girlfriend, is, like, an amazing chick. After their fight, they have about how many, like, dick she sucked, because they're talking about, like, how many people they've slept with. Um... <clears throat> Um, she comes back after she goes, like comes back, like she she leaves to go to school, like college school, not fucking like Ooh. kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting to um, <laughs> and she comes back after the fight to like half-ass apologize with a fucking big dish of lasagna. I love a like, lasagna. You, you don't leave a girl that like gets in a fight with you and comes back with fucking fresh-made lasagna.
0: Buddy Garfield's dream. He's <laughs> Garfield's dream. I love Garfield. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, speaking of Veronica, she's a great character.
1: Right? Oh, no, yeah. Veronica is the fucking best. She's just... She's the best. She's... Besides, like, Jay and Bob and Randall, she's, like, my favourite character in the movie. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, no. She's, she's a great character. She's awesome. She has a fucking... A really, like... Granted, like, the guitar, like, when she's introduced as a little hokey, which... That's probably like the movie's only one fault. It uses like sound effects in a really hokey, like it like it tries to be funny, but it's just like okay, yeah, that was that was weird. But that's sort of bit to be that's just to be expected from like a first time fucking director who would, you know never touched a camera in his life essentially.
0: Yeah, and this whole although this movie is shot and set in the nineties, it doesn't feel like, like dated. Like it feels yeah, like no, it gets it it apply right. to anybody today.
1: It's not except for like some of the like the homophobic jokes like the whole like ill no I'm not gay from like Jenny. Jay and a couple like dick sucking references.
0: Yeah, but even then Jay's supposed to be like Yeah a no Jay's idiot.
1: like yeah no Jay's meant to be like a like a rude motherfucker like a like a year seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude feels like a fucking year seven straight <laughs> up <laughs> just going around fucking Just
0: oh. being an attention seeker. Yeah,
1: being an attention seeking little
0: bitch. Yeah, it's fuck yeah, true. That's fucking... Oh. I think my favourite gag mm. or, or joke in this movie is... Um, what's the name? Caitlin fucking the dead guy. Oh, yeah, no. That's, that's so that's, funny. That's good shit. That's... Still, I, I've seen this movie like a million times. And every time I see that bit, I just go, It's so fucking funny. It is, it's it fucking is good. genius.
1: It's good. Everything about this movie is just straight up funny. Yeah. It's a great fucking movie. It's fucking... He, Kevin Smith got really lucky with this film not only it being his first film but it being like his like j- just such a huge success mm. it was like what they made like almost a little over three mil off this didn't they?
0: Something like that yeah Yeah
1: from a budget of twenty twenty seven thousand dollars which was paid mostly through credit card debt and a little bit of fucking um vehicle insurance to get three mil from it that's ridiculous and obviously it wasn't like three mil like off the bat Mm. like to accumulate three mil over I'd assume like a couple years that's pretty fucking good for a first time director yeah
0: and then immediately went to do a studio movie exactly
1: and then immediately got a studio movie
0: It's not bad that's ridiculous um Christ um I've got here at the end my notes did you know the of the alternate ending of this movie there was... There's an alternate ending? There is an alternate ending. It's on, like, a DVD release if you've got one, but... The mm-hmm. real... original ending ended with a, a robber walking to the store and just killing Dante at the end. Really? Yeah. And it sucks. It's such a shit wow. way to end the movie. And then, I think, when they showed it off at Sundance and people, like, this is a great movie, and they bought it, they were like, when we release it, just cut it when Randall walks out of the store. And that's going to be the ending. Instead of having to be where really, he goes back and then gets shot. Because that was really It sucks. If you've ever wow. seen it. It's an atrocious ending to that awful, the fun movie. Wow, that's
1: crap. <laughs> I know. That's actually, that would ruin the entire movie for me. Exactly. Oh my god, it's just because the ending is so good. Like, Randall leaving the store the way he first enters it. And then, you know, coming back, throwing the the, the open it. sign. Yeah, that's what yeah. yeah. Dante head saying, "Oh, and by the way, you're closed." And then cut. Oh my god, that um, that would have ruined it.
0: Crazy. That would have ruined it. Um, there's a also if you have a DVD copy of this, there's uh an animated bit of a of a bit that was removed from the script where they go to uh the funeral. Oh yeah. And in the movie, you, you. hear about what happened that Randall knocked over the, the casket over they haven't they uh, when they were doing they had the, it storyboarded no when they were doing the clerks cartoon oh yeah they got those cunts who, who animated it to animate that scene and they'd record a dialogue for it so there's an animated bit in the style of the clerks cartoon of Randall like leaning over the over the casket, casket and knocking, and knocking it over knock. yeah <laughs>
2: it's
0: that's cool. Funny. that's cool um oh god anything else? um
1: no not really Except for, um... Uh, sorry, quick check my notes here. Um, oh, this, this move Um, another thing that Kevin Smith really does well, or I should say just does in his films, at least his serious films, is he puts a lot of himself into the, into the film. Because mm. what, uh, the, where they were working, that was, oh, uh, sorry, where the film was set was where Kevin Smith was actually working. Yeah. Um, he asked his boss if he could, like shoot there and he said yeah sure from you know closing to opening which was like what 10pm to 5am yeah that's and then
0: he'd have to work in the store like, yeah. like immediately after
1: yeah exactly that's crazy and fucking like that's the reason that the that the shutters are closed is so that they could record I'm oh, sorry film not record so they could um film during like during the night yeah so they wouldn't have to worry about it you know being dark when it's meant to be set throughout an entire day mm.
0: it's based the whole movie is kind of based off Kev and his mate, uh, Brian Johnson, who's been in comic book maintenance and other movies, just Mm. working out the store together. Yeah, this and Chasing Amy, the ones that are like... Like, stories about... That feel like they're just about his life are great. Yeah. Some of his best flicks
1: are... Definitely, definitely. His best best films are always the one that centres around something personal to him. Mm. Like, Dogma is about his religion. Chasing Amy is about um, accepting... Uh, relationships and all that crap, because there's a little bit of accepting relationships and partners' previous experiences in this film, but it's like, like essentially the main focus, of, like the entire second half of Chasing Amy. Yeah. No, but um, I think that's that's all we've got to say on Clerks. Unless you want anything else. Um, it's very good. <laughs> They're good, they're nuts. No. <laughs> now on to more rats. I love more rats. I love this film too, but it's fucking... This film was a fucking bomb. It was a bomb in yeah. the fucking box
0: office. Horrible when it came out. Horrible reviews. <laughs> um, uh, when it came out, Smith had to actually... Publicly apologize for how bad this movie Did was. Did he? Yeah. That's because he came off doing it. Clerks, which was just this incredible indi- independent film, and then he went to a studio movie which sucks. Everyone thought, Jesus. and then yeah, he actually apologized for it. That's wow. Made only five hundred grand.
1: Five hundred. To go grand. from three mil to five hundred,
0: holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I like this movie. That's funny as fuck.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Alright, go back on Clerks. Didn't Clerks give Kevin Smith a smoking addiction? Yes. Yes! That's right. I, I could have sworn it did. I'm so glad I remembered that. Sorry.
0: And he didn't stop until... Uh... Zack and Mew. Really? Yeah, because then Seth Rogen got him hooked on fucking weed or whatever.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Seth Rogen fucking got him... Aggressive turned police. him into a fucking stoner. Bloody
0: on. Seth Rogen, a cheeky
1: <laughs> No, Moritz. Fuck. I love this film. It is so enjoyable. But it, it's... It's kind of... Like, to look back on it now, it's really sad to see that it didn't get... As much love when it first came out as Clerks did. Mm. Because granted, it's not... It's not as... It's not as like... It doesn't really have as big of a message. Or like... Like life lessons in it. Like Clerks did. But if you like... Not if you look hard enough. But you sort of like pay attention to the plot well. You kind of like... You know no, like, you know, don't treat girlfriend like shit. Like, the, um, Jason Lee, this is Jason Lee's first film, isn't it? Yep. Yes,
0: and... Uh, also, this... the first time he and Ethan Subley worked together, and then they would do that in My Name is Earl. That'd be the...
1: Oh, yes! Roommates. That's right, fuck.
0: Um,
1: yeah. Christ, uh, well, this film also has Ben Affleck in it, which this film leads to Ben Affleck's first um, role as a main character in Chasing Amy.
0: Yeah. Um, this, okay, so, for this, we both watched the theatrical cut. hmm When I first watched this, when I first watched this movie years ago, I watched the extended cut and I prefer that a lot more to this.
1: Well, how does the extended cut start? It's like, um, The extended
0: cut starts with TS and his missus on, on the roof of, um, like some gala with, and then you have meet Michael Rooker's character who's trying to get money to do the, the show from this woman. I don't know what's going mm-hmm. on. And TS is in, like, a school place who's got, like, a fake musket or whatever that shoots blanks and they accidentally, like, bang the thing on the... on the or something. Like, they actually shoot the gun or whatever. Yeah. And they all think that they're trying to t- shoot the woman <laughs> with the money or whatever. So, like the whole movie, this ongoing gag where people are trying to follow him and, like, news reporters trying to follow him and get the story and then people always confusing him for trying to shoot somebody else so I'd be <laughs> yeah. like I should be that guy that shot the Pope or whatever <laughs> and I, I prefer that a lot more and it doesn't start with that I, one Weird thing I don't like about this fucking
1: monologue from
0: Brody yeah, talking exactly. about how his cousin
1: shoves cats and mice up his
0: arms yeah not funny that joke oh, I found it funny I don't that's the only thing in this movie that I, I when I first watched it, I was like what the fuck is this I don't like this at all but like
1: imagine being stoned while watching that hearing like the payoff is like well how else am I supposed to get the mouse out there out of my ass. That'd be fucking funny as shit. High. Yeah,
0: but I don't know. I I just didn't like it. But besides that, the rest of the movie is just the same, just without all the TS getting shooting at the president jokes or whatever. But <laughs> I know I just prefer the the the, the uh, extended cut to this. But fair enough. It's still great. This movie, just like Clerks, extremely quotable. I think. Oh yeah, hell yeah. This is. Oh, I
1: wouldn't say his most quotable film, but no. this is, this is like the beginning of where the quotes just start fucking flying. Yeah. Fucking. Because like, what, this is when Jay and Silent Bob go from being like realistic comic relief to straight up goofy comic relief characters.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. I prefer them as... Oh yeah, no,
1: definitely. They def like, more as... More grounded characters, but
0: in this end... Strike back and reboot. They're a bit more exaggerated. They like fly around and stuff, but I still enjoy them. Yeah, no, s- definitely. Um, one of my favorite lines from Jay is fucking. Uh, f- it's just so simple, but I quote it with my friends all the time. It's mm. like Brody man, nutty noochie, nutty. <laughs> do that all the time. It's great.
1: Oh, dude, fucking. I love some of the the quotes from Jay in here. Fucking fly, fat ass fly. I love that whole like fucking. Um, uh, all, all the scenes where they're trying to like take down the fucking yeah, yeah. The, the stage the, yeah keeps the, crashing into the change rooms yeah change rooms who is um Kevin Smith's then girlfriend Joey Lauren Adams Joey Lauren Adams fucking I love those bits it's so yeah, fucking funny um
0: Michael Rooker's in this
1: yes Michael Rooker is in this
0: I love Michael Rooker I met him when I was 10. That's right. You did. It was a good day. God, you were 10? I was 10. Jesus, I thought you were a lot older than that. No, I was a little, little boy. A little boy. They call me Little Kyle. I they couldn't call think you of 10. A, they call me 10. <laughs> H, name 10 Age Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is such a just stupid bit. Dude. It is, it is.
1: But let's go with it. <laughs> I love it. Um, oh, good stuff.
0: My favourite gag is probably the stink palm. Oh, yeah. No, with that's... Michael Rooker and the... Shoves his hand up his ass crack or whatever. Oh
1: yeah, that's that's a good stuff.
0: There's also another quotable line. Do
1: you Uh, like a chocolate covered pretzel? (laughs) Would you like a chocolate covered pretzel? (laughs) Um,
0: what else? T.S. is a prick.
1: Yeah, no. T.S. I'm so glad that T.S. is the only character that hasn't come back in one way or another in any of the other films. He is the worst character. So, a big thing about um, Kevin Smith's films, obviously... A lot of him is in there. He puts a lot of himself into the things he writes. And so, his main characters usually end up learning a lesson. Like, in the end of Clerks, Dante learns to take more charge in his life. Otherwise, people are going to do it for him. Because Randall breaks him and Veronica up at the end of that film. Obviously, he can't get back with Caitlin because she's gone into a catatonic state because she fucked a dead dude on a toilet without even realising. Um... Even Brody... So, at the start of the film... Brody's treating his girlfriend like shit... You know, doesn't... You know, his mum doesn't even know he has a girlfriend... He lives in his basement... He gets his girlfriend to climb through the window... Onto the street... To get in and out... Calls her whenever his mum's asleep... So they can, you know... Come over and have sex and shit... But then, by the end of the film... He's like... Do you want to meet my mother? You know, essentially saying, sorry for being a dick. Let's try to make this
0: work. But T.S. He does nothing. He does nothing.
1: Nothing at all. So, like, at the end of the film, they get onto Michael Rooker's game show because T.S.'s girlfriend is Michael Rooker's daughter who... Oh, these films are all connected, by the way. Obviously, it's a view of Skewniverse. But these films are all connected. So, in... We talked about Clerks before, how they go to... A um yeah. a few a, no awake sorry it's awake um they go to awake and knock over the casket we learn how that girl dies at the start at least at the start of the theatrical cut
0: yeah it's TS's fault yeah it it's asshole. TS's fault
1: because he says to the girl oh you know television because she was a the the girl that dies um originally was meant to be on the dating Michael Brooks dating show and he's like oh you know um. The TV adds like, you know, 10 kilograms or whatever. Mm. And she's like, what? Really? And so she goes to the local YMCA or whatever the fuck it is and starts doing laps in the pool. And by what? The 300th one? It was something ridiculous. She has like a brain aneurysm and drowns. And so Michael, and so so Walker's daughter, TS's girlfriend takes her place. But he acts like a jerk about he's it. Like an he's like, "Oh, this is all your dad's fault." When it's not, no, it's <laughs> when, your it's fault. His, when it's his fault. Yeah, no, it's. And they get into a fight. Oh, because he was going to propose at fucking, Florida Universal Studios or whatever,
0: which isn't fucking romantic at all. I just don't like T.S. as a character. No, he's, he's so unlikable compared he to like is. all the other characters in movies who are funny and likable, and you could be like, oh, "I love this bloody." Yeah. It's a sailboat man. I forget mm-hmm. his name, but. <laughs> and then you get T S is just like just a complete car. He's just an asshole.
1: Just an actual asshole.
0: Um but uh Yeah no. But Jason Lee as Brody. Steen Steeler. Steen Steeler.
1: but if it, if if Brody was played by anyone else, he would come off as just as big of an arsehole. Yeah. No, sorry, bigger a bigger arsehole than T S is. Yeah, like no one else could pull us off by No Jason way. Lee. Jason muse especially like, just has just had that like young charm to him, which actually made like the ridiculous faces that he pulled. Like whenever he goes, mm-hmm. uh, he makes it funny, and like the jokes, like they land the way that they're obviously meant to land.
0: Mm. He's just—he's great. He's—he's he's good shit. Um. Uh, Stanley's in this. Yeah, no, Stan, it's the fucking Stanley's in this. Stanley's scene, ten out of ten.
1: Oh, an amazing scene. Stanley, granted this is like Kevin Smith's second film, but Stanley replaces the wise words of wisdom that Silent Bob would give out yeah. at that point in the film.
0: Yeah. And what a great speech.
1: Beautiful. It is it is it is, it is an amazing speech.
0: You know what? Yeah. I just only just now clicked with me the pattern in Kevin Smith movies about how the characters learn something. A wise character would Comes tell in. them what's going on. Silent yeah. Bob in both fucking Clerks, Clerks chasing, chasing Amy.
1: He doesn't do anything in Dogma. No. doesn't say anything in fucking... I mean, we're, it's a joke in Clerks 2, but he doesn't say anything in Clerks 2. Um,
0: maybe just the maybe just the first three. Yeah, ch- yeah,
1: else. the first three films. That's not really that much of a pattern at all, no, actually. Not, I take everything I... <laughs> actually, I, no, I it is kind that. of a pattern, because like like Metatron in Dogma, and uh, granted, there's nothing in Clerks 2...
0: No. oh yeah, Strike no. back. To Actually, children. no. Clerks two. Randall gives it to Dante. Does he? Yeah. In the jail. He's oh, like, hey, wise up, you dickhead! I'm, I'm Randall. I got a funny <laughs> hair on a hat.
1: <laughs> got a funny hat. Yeah. No, I don't think. No, I don't really think. Clerks two wasn't that kind of film where the characters needed to learn something from a wise person. Because I mean, they were like they're in their 30s in that film, mm. like bordering 40. So, like, they needed to learn shit for themselves instead of, you know, having fucking God come down and, you know, organising their lives for them. But anyways, you know, fucking...
0: Did did you see a sailboat? Huh? Did you see the sailboat? No, God, no. I can't see it. Don't know what the fuck they're talking about. There's no sailboat. Yeah, no. It's a scam. I... I did see a schooner though. No. You son of a you... <laughs> Hey, it's a schooner. I love that scene.
1: <laughs> <bastard>. <laughs> yeah, you dumb bastard. It's not a schooner. It's a sailboat. A schooner it is, is a sailboat. sailboat. You know what? The Easter Bunny isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> Another fucking amazing scene when James Bob the go beat to a beat up the money. bunny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude. I love this movie. This I don't, great. I don't... I seriously don't understand why it got... As much hate as it did. It is such an incredible fucking film. It's so fucking funny. Mm. It's so fucking funny.
0: I love, um... Jason Lee's Brody on the game show. Oh, so good. So good. So fucking good. The bit where he talks about the aeroplane going down and everyone just mm-hmm. starts jacking off when yeah. it's coming down. Great bit.
1: Amazing bit. Fucking, um... Uh, Jason Mewes almost didn't return as, um... As Jay. As Jay. The The character that was based off him. For him to play. Yeah,
0: the fucking... The studio was like, this guy sucks. Yeah, no, he
1: sucks. He's not an actor. They wanted to get someone like Seth Green or...
0: Who was the other person? I don't know. I don't don't remember I only remember Seth Um, Green. It's the only name I recognise.
1: they wanted Seth Green to play Jason Mewes. And they told Kevin Smith, um, that he had to fly Jason from... Jersey to come out where they were filming and fucking, and they wouldn't pay for it. yeah, and they wouldn't and they wouldn't pay for the hotel. It was all on Kevin Smith's dime. But when they saw the dailies, which I don't know if you know what dailies are. are, Oh yeah, no. But for anyone else that doesn't know what dailies are, dailies when they used to use good old fucking analog filming, like film reels and shit. After record after filming for a day, they you'd be able to like see what you'd recorded like the next day. So that like that's where the name dailies come from. So the the studio saw all of Jay's takes and were like, "Oh fuck yeah, no, this dude's great." What yeah. were we thinking? Yeah. And eventually, you know, that's Jason Mewes becoming an actual paid actor in Hollywood. Mm. And
0: yeah, he's he's still great in this. Jay oh, Mewes no, is always
1: he's... crushing it somehow. Crushing <laughs> something. He's crushing something. <laughs> 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 um, Whether it's acting or drugs or what. you are a
0: bloody? Um, no, just complete side note. Mm. Have you seen Jason Hughes' movie?
1: No, I haven't. I want to because I was... Uh, when doing research for this review, I saw in... In a, rev- uh, in a review... <laughs> in an interview that him and Kevin were doing, Jay, that is, were doing, that is the last piece of film that Stanley Holy ever shit. fucking did. And that... I almost cried to know that it was, like, and fucking like Jason was even crying in the end. In- Interviewed, like, yeah. he he was almost crying because like, oh, because like it was like Stan Lee was in his movie, but just just that, like, not even anything Marvel related. That was the last thing that he ever fucking did.
0: And it's a real shame that that movie is no good. Really, the that's it? awful. Oh no, that's it's like good. well, when you watch it, you can really tell that Jason Mewes is not an actor at all. And he's a director, so he's doing two things, and mm. it's just like, this is not good, this isn't, I don't know, this is not funny.
1: Oh, uh, it's probably because he's, he, he's trying to, like, play himself, right? Yeah, yeah. Without actually playing himself.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's like a heightened version of himself.
1: Yeah, exactly, which, that's always, like, like, that can go, like, two ways, like, uh, one of two ways. It can either be really good, because, like, the actor knows what they're doing, or it can go shit, because they just get nervous and fucking, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, how do I be myself? ...without being myself... ...um...
0: ...yeah... ...let's... But, um, ...back to Kevin Smith... ...do you have anything yeah, else to, to
1: say Smith. about... Or? ...um... ...yeah... ...the fucking... ...the mystic... ...with the third nipple... <laughs> ...so they go to like... ...this weird little... ...like... ...fucking crappy mall... ...after being kicked out by the cops... ...um... ...from like... ...the big mall... ...where the movie's set in... ...they go to this like... ...fortune teller... ...who has a third nipple... ...all good... ...that shit happens sometimes... But at the end of the, the fortune telling session, she takes it off. That's kind of funny.
0: But then puts it in her fucking mouth, ruin, ruining the fucking joke. Like, what the shit? I am I, I've got it here. Uh, I now want nipple lollies oh, after f- seeing that. Like, I want to buy some, buy them.
1: take shirt off at a swimming pool. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, that's that's. Just actually, that's another thing. Sorry, if, jumping back on the clerks. Why the fuck does Dante come out of his closet?
0: Oh, I don't know. Attemptive comedy.
1: Yeah, no, like, it, it's funny, but it's also, like, trying to, like, analyze it. it just makes no sense.
0: Doesn't matter, does it?
1: I guess it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't really t- fucking ruin the movie. It doesn't add anything to it.
0: Yeah, I didn't remember it until you just brought it up now, yeah, so yeah. No, that's he, not, he just, it's not. He just falls
1: out of his fucking closet. It's yeah. like, okay. No, but, anyways, um, that's all I've got to say on Morats and clerks now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I'm done. With yeah,
1: legs. no, so let's get on to. Arguably, his most controversial film, Chasing Amy. Yeah, he's
0: got a lot of those controversial films. What well, I mean, he like kind of does, he's got doesn't like he? Three, I reckon. Three? What's the third? Strike Back, because that had a lot of oh, pushback yeah. from yeah, no, because
1: yeah, no, that's right, because that was just like Chasing Amy. There's a lot of fucking homophobic, uh, not homophobic jokes, but gay jokes in it. Mm. Sort of fucking painting gays and uh, gay people in a, a negative way, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, this film, we both equally, I'm, I'm sure I can say, are uh, a little nervous to talk about this film. Uh, yes. It is very far out of our ballpark. So yeah. like the, the main story is Ben Affleck falls in love with a lesbian, but she's like, uh, by today's standards, she wouldn't be a lesbian. She'd be, I, I guess she'd be bisexual because she's had relations with both men and women before. And it's not been like experimental. It's been like, yeah, I've been
0: with guys and girls before. Isn't that? Wouldn't that be bisexual? Back in the nineties, as well.
1: No. Oh, well, see, I don't.
0: I I, I wasn't born in the nineties. Uh, I was, th- was Neither no, was
1: I. Yeah, we're we're, we're fucking early two thousands kids. But um, I don't think like being gay in the first place was fucking was a head spin for most in the nineties. It was accepted, but it was still a bit of a head spin for most people. So to be bisexual. And it being called bisexual, especially back in the nineties, I don't think. I mean, I could be wrong. Don't. I'm not an expert when it comes to the LGBTQ yeah, plus no, I community.
0: I don't fit in any of that category, so I'm really nervous of not of saying something. Yeah, no. Wrong I mean,
1: I I'm I'm bisexual myself, but I fucking I am. I don't like go deep into that community. Or oh, I haven't gone deep into that community at all. So I it could be. You know, bisexuals probably could have been a widespread thing back in those days, and I just don't know, I'm very uneducated, but I'd think that being a bisexual wouldn't be a very common thing, or at least it wouldn't 100% have a name back then, uh,
0: I'd think. I think, what I think about this, the character of Alyssa in the first half, when we only think that she is a lesbian character, Mm. is that... It's well written for the nineties because, yeah. like back in the nineties, and like if you had like a, a gay character in a mm. sitcom or a movie, that's their only personality Yeah, no, trait no they, they that were gay. gay. Yeah, but in this, there's there's depth and there's yeah, layers no. to Alyssa, and it's it's <sighs> great. So I think I've got a note here, mm. and my note is the question: Is this film progressive? Question mark.
1: See, that's that's the thing, like. With the amount of gay jokes and the time, and times like um, the gay slurs, I'm definitely not going to say. it. I don't want to get this fucking podcast cancelled on the fucking fourth episode. Yeah. But F and D is said in the film. No way. It like th- that's why that this film is arguably as like um as most controversial, just based on the fact that it's used a ridiculous amount of times. And granted, and it's not even used by fucking. Um, gay people in the film it mainly comes from Jason Lee's character yeah
0: who is very much supposed to be yeah he's meant to be a bigoted piece of shit yeah exactly
1: which I feel um Banky the character um Jason Lee's character like that's what Brody would have been if he wasn't played by Jason Lee
0: like
1: that's yeah no that's granted obviously he wouldn't be a bigot because that's not what Brody's character would be but he would come off of like that level of arseholes like dude just Mm. shut up stop talking
0: yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a little hard for us to talk
0: about it this is. film. I really think I think this movie's really good. No, yeah,
1: it is. It is. If you if you if you can look past and don't and can not see that it's a film and the person that you know was writing it wasn't you know putting these, putting this stuff in to be offensive and to offend the LGBTQ plus community. Then it's a good film. Like if you can look past that stuff, it's a good film. It's got a good message, which is, like the whole spiel of the film is, or at least the second half is, um, Ben Affleck's character Holden, can't like, is hung up for the fact that he's not the first man that slept with Alyssa, that she slept with other men, even though that she's a lesbian, mm. which. Kind of fair enough. But also, like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, you know, you, you're meant to love this woman. Why should you care? Which is another thing in Clerks as well. Like, this film really helped Kevin Smith get over that. Because what? Um, Joey Lauren Adams. Like, Kevin Smith was, like, really intimidated by her past sexual experiences. Mm. Like, she was a far superior... Well, not superior, but a far experienced person compared to him. And that really made him nervous. Yeah. And really
0: unsecure. How do you think... He, how, do you, how do you reckon he convinced Joey to be in this movie? Because it's based on her. Yeah, it, it,
1: it's essentially based on their relationship.
0: Um, I don't know. Should we do a role play? I'll be Kevin Smith. Why, why can't I be Kevin Smith? I've got the beard. Alright, fine. I'll be Joey Adams. <laughs> hey, Joey, it's me, Kevin Smith. <laughs> Fuck how she talk? I'm feeling awful. <laughs>
1: um Wanna we, my movie man <laughs> I'm connecting them all together. Kevin Smith. I'm <laughs> Oh jeez. Oh, Shut up, man, I'm Kevin Smith likes talk over everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I us keep up on this bit. I already know. Yeah, no, this is that's bad. Um no disrespect to Kevin Smith fucking love the man, by the way. And Joey Lauren Adams, she's she's a pretty good fucking actress. Um I don't know. I think I think she would would have been professional enough to sort of like cuz what like they broke up like not shortly after the film but like I'm sure they they wouldn't have been together that long cuz what he found his wife when did he, when did he find his wife 99 99 so what around dogmarish yeah um I don't know how he got her to be in it. I don't know. I, I, I'd assume that she would have been a professional enough actress to be like, yeah, sure, it's just a film. Yeah, yeah. Granted, it's sort of based off our lives, but it doesn't like... You know, you know, this is Alyssa. She's a different character. She's somewhat different to me.
0: Yeah. Um... I don't know.
1: It, it, it is a really good film. And it's got a lot of good talking points. Um, got a lot of good scenes. A lot of like beautiful scenes. Like the end. I love the ending where... I should mention that they're all the three main characters: Holden, Banky, and Alyssa. They're all comic book um, writers, oh, writers and, and artists yeah, and stuff. creators and shit. All right, and so they all meet at like Comic Con at the end of the film again after like leaving after like a really oh weird... yeah that
0: ending that ending's so sweet it is, it's it is that ending.
1: There's another ending
0: to this film. No, I thought you meant like the the, or the couch scene. Yeah. No,
1: no, no, no. I mean that's a pretty good scene as well. It really shows. Uh, it really shows. That, like, Alyssa wasn't, m- like, written maliciously. That she is a good character. Yeah, she's a great character. She's Probably a- one of
0: the best... More- I reckon Alyssa and Holden are the two best written characters in all all of these movies. Really? I think so. They're fucking so well... Like, there's a lot of depth to both those mm. characters. And they're both played brilliantly. Oh, yeah. And, you know, comparing them to all the characters in all the Smiths movies... And, like, if you compare it to Dante and Randall... Like, Dante and Randall, they- they're great character, but they're no... Holden and
1: Alyssa. Oh, I'd say that Dante and Randall have better chemistry, like, on-screen chemistry, than Holden and Alyssa. Yeah, okay. Though, that's that's the only thing Dante and Randall have above Holden and Alyssa. Because some of the scenes in Clerks, where it's just them, camera, they're behind the counter, fucking batting off each
0: other. Like, the... Oh. No.
1: Um... Sorry, we get distracted. I don't know,
0: but I don't I, I think, I just, I genuinely, these are my, probably my favourite characters of no, all, they're, they're, is Holden and Alyssa.
1: They're really good characters in this film. But, um, I, lo- I love the ending, how they all meet at Comic-Con, like, Holden and Banky sort of have, like, not a conversation. I love how they
0: don't speak to each other. Yeah,
1: so no, much. they don't speak, they use sort of, like, hand gestures and, like, almost like they're talking telepathically to each other, but, obviously they're not it's it's really good how they're like, you know, like, oh, hey, man. How you been? Yeah. yeah. And like, I've like seen that you're doing really good for yourself because he pulls up his, um uh, Holden brings up uh, Banky's new comic that he started. Um, was, some better baby, oh, isn't it? Oh, fuck, who cares? <laughs> and there's like, like good shit, man, good shit. And then Banky's like, oh, Alyssa's over there. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah, talk yeah. to Alyssa. You know, have a, a moment, have a connection, and then Alyssa's signing comic books with her girlfriend, her new girlfriend, and she, uh, Holden throws down a um, a Chasing Chasing Amy Amy comic, comic. which is his comic that he based off of his experience with Alyssa, which is fucking, (laughs) it's a little little Inception-y, this film is. is, It's fucking It is very meta. This film, because and he gets the name chasing Amy from um, this. It's not my favorite Jay and Silent Bob scene, but it is definitely one like either the best or the second best Jay and
0: Silent Bob scene. Yeah, ever in it's, any of his fucking films, it is brilliant. It, oh, that that speech that Silent Bob Kibbs It's just it's it is amazing, incredible, and it's something that I feel like everyone should just hear. Like if you're not gonna watch this whole movie. Just watch that scene. Yeah, there's no, something watch, to be from that.
1: watch that scene. There is... Like, it really taught me a lot. Yeah. To... Just like, what... Oh, well, he, like, goes on about how he knew this girl and, like, he got, like, really pissed off when he found out how many women... Uh, women. How many people that his then-girlfriend Amy had been with. Uh, Bob's girlfriend. That is not Kevin Smith's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, clarify that since they're all fucking connected oh, yes. um it goes on and like he lets that get to him and he lets you know he lets himself get jealous and angry and it drives them apart and so like they're no longer together but he's been going his entire life trying to like get that connection that he had with this girl back you know he spent his entire life as he says in the movie chasing Amy. Amy and it's oh it's it's beautiful Yeah, it really taught me to not get hung up On little stuff. Like, they've been a... They really taught me to not get uh, hung up on little stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, with my... With previous partners or current partners. I don't care who they've been with. Like... Like, and even... It's said in... Fucking... morats and Clerks as well. Because Stan Lee's speech is all about how Brody needs to get back with his girlfriend. Because, you know, Stan Lee you know, had his own little chasing Amy moment because yeah. he hooked up with this girl, you know, he was with this girl, um, but then, you know, he let the fame of being Stan fucking Lee get to him, which he totally fucking wouldn't in real life. Yeah, that, Stan that story's not true. Yeah, no, God, no, but he spent his whole life and, you know, he, Stan Lee spent his whole life, you know, trying to get that connection or not get that connection, but like missing that. Up, yeah, yeah he, would, he would give it all up to do it again is what he would say. That's right. And fucking Randall does the same for Dante. He's like, when Dante tells Randall about the whole 37 dicks, you know, he does like a joking yeah. answer. Is like, well, at least that wasn't, um, 36. But he also says that, you know, most of these guys were people she knew in yeah, high school. Yeah, puts Why... it into perspective. Yeah, it puts it into perspective. Like, these guys came before you. You're there now. Yeah. Why should you care who she's been with when you're the person, at the end of the
0: day, sleeping in a bed with her? Exactly. Oh. This... this... These movies, these, maybe his earlier movies, there's something to be learned. There from, like, really
1: is. There really fucking
0: is. And that's what I love, uh, and hands down love
1: about Kevin Smith, is you can watch every single one of his movies, at least early movies, even Dogma, actually, and dogma learn something movies. from it. Yeah. And take something from it and be like, holy shit, I've grown as a person with this fucking 40-something-year-old stoner-ass, balding <laughs> yeah. motherfucker.
0: Exactly. Like... Not so much with his no I don't, I don't get that sense in, like... Uh, no, God, Nova no. hoses or tasks. No, God, no. Those... Definitely, I learned something and I, I grew from watching these movies. And yeah. on the outside, they just seem like dumb comments. Mm. But, you know, you learn something. You feel yeah. good after watching them, I feel.
1: And let's... We've talked about the second half of this film a lot, but let's jump back to the first half. The first half of this film was all about fucking more rats. Because Holden and Banky had a comic book... Which was like their first comic book breakthrough shit, which was meant to which was like black and white, meant to be clerks, right? Oh yeah. And then they do Blunt Man and Chronic, which is this goofy, fun time comedy, cough, cough, more rats, right? And Alyssa asks Holden, because Holden wants to go back to that style of like black and white shit. But then uh, she um, asks Aly- sorry, Alyssa asks Holden, like, well then why don't you do it? And like Holden's like, Well, I don't really have anything to say. Which is Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, more rats, there. Fuck,
0: dude, I didn't even think about it like that. You're so right. Like, it's just... Dude, how did... It's all over the...
1: Dude, how did you not realise that? It's all over fucking reviews of the film. Yeah, I
2: don't know. When you, like...
1: Dude, I... For almost every single thing we've reviewed, I've looked through reviews to broaden my horizons, because obviously I'm not the smartest man in the world. I'm not going to be able to pick up on every little fucking nuanced detail on these films. I'm sitting down these... When I sit and watch these films... Or anything or play anything. I'm sitting to enjoy it. I don't want to analyze it. I mean, as fun as analyzing something is, sitting down and analyzing it, it's not that fun. Yeah, I'd much enough. rather sit down and watch something and enjoy it.
0: Ah uh, well, for for this part that we do, I don't watch a review of anything after I watch it because I don't want it to sway my opinions on it so I don't want my no, f- opinions to be fucked around f- by watching something else.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, the only reason I do it is just like to also to get like little facts and shit as well. Like, obviously, I'm not, you know, fucking writing down a manuscript of someone else's fucking review and being like, oh, yes, this is my opinion and my opinion alone. Yeah. I did it first. No. It's, it helps, in my opinion. Because I was watching a review and they mentioned that and I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah. That's holy shit. I didn't even know that. And I for the life of me, I don't remember who said it. But it's, it's obvious. That's like, that's what that's meant to be.
2: Yeah.
1: Ugh.
0: Kevin Smith used to be smart with his movies? No, I don't
1: know. I think... I think he's done being smart. He's just... He's happy to, you know... He's happy to
0: make cop-out. Not cop-out. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Fucking around. Fuck. Fuck, I fucking forgot he made that film. <laughs> Bet he forgets as well. Or tries to, at least. Tries to. <laughs> no. I don't know. I think... Kevin Smith hasn't made, like... A, like, a, um... Like a statement piece in a while. I think he's just happy to, you know... Chill and make... And, and have fun with his movies... I've heard him say on a couple interviews that, you know, like, he calls... Like, he's called making a movie like making like playing pretend with his friends, which essentially that's kind of what it is. And I think he's just... He's, he's happy to be there, to be behind the camera, to be in front of it, to smile, wave like a fucking idiot, and, you know, be Silent Bob, chill with, you know, one of his best friends, fucking Muse,
0: and have fun. Yeah, I... That's fair enough, I guess, yeah, but I, I still enough. want... Yeah, I know, I get where you're coming from. Clerks, This Smith Clerks...
1: Yeah, no, I I get where you're coming from. It would be amazing for his next film, for Clerks 3 or More Rats 2, to come out and be like... Be like Clerks, and just be a fucking slap in the face, a wake-up to anyone who's in that same situation where they're sitting and doing fucking nothing with their life, or they're treating their significant other like shit because of a past experience, or because they are. Or just because they are, because, you know, they don't want the hassle of... You know, introducing them to their mother or fucking whatever. Yeah, that, that's that's. I, I get that. I get that. But I'm also happy to just sit and watch two fucking forty year old stoners have fun on the TV. Fair enough. Um,
0: um. What else we got to say about this movie?
1: Nothing else really. I I think that's all we can say about this film. Obviously, because we can't go into the the the
0: nitty gritty.
1: The nitty gritty. Actually, I will say this the the black rage from the start of the movie That's where really funny. Hooper's character is yeah, it yeah. Hooper's character goes on about his comic book and then fucking Holden and Banky are popping up with like little <laughs> quips What's the Nubian Oh fucking brilliant So funny It's so fucking funny
0: Um, I love the bit at the the couch bit where they, where Holden's like Let's just have a three way That moment is both funny and so upsetting. Yeah, because it takes Silence Bob Sun Bob's message the wrong way. Yes, but it's also such a funny thing to have it because I don't have yeah. sword. I was like, what the fuck?
1: Now? What do you mean a three way? How's was, that gonna fix your problems, yeah, dude? Funny. No, go- nah, nah. Let's move on to Dogma. We've still got like what three more films to do, not including Dogma. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, we gotta move on. Yeah, move on. Dogma. This this film was my first introduction to Kevin Smith. My aunt got me onto, like, hey, have you ever heard of Dogma? I'm like, the fuck's Dogma? And she's like, watch this. She hands me her DVD copy of Dogma and sit down and watch it. Fucking mind blown. I love Dogma so much. It is hands down my favourite Kevin Smith film. It's not as good as Clerks, because fucking nothing can beat Clerks, in my opinion, but it is my favourite fucking Kevin Smith film. It's so fucking good.
0: It's great. (sighs) Oh, Sorry. I fucking... I love almost everything about this movie. Mm-hmm. Again, another great lesson to be learnt from this. Where it's like... This whole movie's about religion. And mm-hmm. the, the lesson learned from this is that... It doesn't really matter what you, you believe, believe in, in. But as long as, as that you, you have... Like...
1: Not that faith. you are
0: religious, but that you are, that you have something to... Believe, it, like, believe in. Yeah, yeah, don't... That doesn't make any sense, does it? <laughs>
1: no, nah, kind of. It's... It, the I don't know how to put it properly to do it justice, but it's like... To it doesn't matter what you believe in or the nitty gritty of what you believe in. It's just that you believe in something that you have faith. Yeah, you have faith that there's something out there or that there is someone above that loves you, that cares for you, and all that shit. Or, um, I get us. Uh, again, we're not experts in the field <laughs> of this religious. film. I don't know, I feel there's a second thing to this, because Bethany Sloan, who's the main character of this film, finds out that she's, like, related to Jesus later on the film and then has a fucking existential crisis about it because it's too big. And then Alan Rickman's in this film, by the way. Who steals the fucking show? He fucking, I swear to God, like, all the lines, like, all the good lines that would have gone to, like, Jay or Bob when he fucking speaks... Who, like, what? He says, like, three words in this film, right? You were telling me? Yeah, three fucking words. But all the best lines go straight to Alan Rickman. Yeah. Like, when he's first introduced, he, like, appears as, like, a big, like, fucking pillar of fire to Bethany in her bedroom. She fucking runs out, grabs a fire extinguisher, fucking hoses the fucker down... And she's like, "What are you?" And he replies with, "I'm pissed off," is what yeah. I am. That's fucking comedy gold. It's great. I
0: love him in this. I love um. That's fucking gold. I love the angels. that don't have like. Oh yeah, they're Ken dolls. Yeah, and <laughs> my fucking my question is like, they drink stuff, right? But they don't drink alcohol. Yeah, no,
1: they're not. They're not allowed to ingest alcohol. It's fucking. It's so funny. Do
0: angels need a piss? Do what? angels shit? Because there's a bit... Yeah, the start... No, they're, they're they don't. Popcorn.
1: they popcorn. They, they don't, because at the, at the start of the film, when we're introduced to Bartleby and Loki, Matt Damon and Ke- uh, Not Kevin Smith. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's characters, um, they're talking about being, like, anal retentive, and then I think um, Ben Affleck says, you can't be anal retentive if you don't have an anus. I don't even think they've got anuses.
0: No, so, yeah, that's what I got here. He's eating popcorn in that bit. They're not, like, in heaven, so they're not, like, proper full angel angels. Mm. Do they need a shit? How do they shit?
1: No, I, no, they're proper full angel angels. They're just... I don't... I just, They're just not... Just
0: exiled angels. Yeah,
1: they're, they're just exiled, but they're not, like... They didn't get turned into demons or whatever. Because... I don't know. The, the, the rules of this film when it comes to angels and shit, which are usually, like, gone, like, into depth, aren't really explored in this film, but it's to be expected. It's a fucking comedy. It's not... Harry fucking Potter, or goddamn Lord of the Rings. Mm.
0: You ready to hear a loud noise? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. I was putting the can in recycling, don't worry about it.
1: Lovely. No, um... Christ. Oh yeah, uh, sorry, back onto my original point. Um, you can take something from this film, because Bethany learns out that she's, um... related to Jesus, like, she's, like, his great-great-great-great-grandniece or some shit. Um... And then, like Metatron, the Meta- Alan Rickman's character Metatron comes out, and is like, "Yeah, oh, you know, you're acting just like Jesus did when he was first told that he was the Son of God, and had to do, you know, this big, sh- you know, big thing, you know, be killed for the people that he's supposed to love and save and all that shit." And she's like, "No, you're like, my entire life is a lie. How was I, and how was I never told this, etc., cetera, etc.?" Cetera? He's like, "What do you mean your life is a lie?" You're still Bethany Sloane. You're still who you are. You're just this as well. Yeah. Like.
0: It's not a relatable problem to be the no, Senate of Jesus or whatever.
1: But. No, 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 no. But like, excluding the reasons of why she's having the mental breakdown, finding, discovering something, some discovering something about yourself, like whether it be that you're gay or whatever, you know, some people take it, can could take it the wrong way and have a bit of a breakdown like that and not, Want to be who they are and be like, you know, I'm
0: fuck is a good way to put it.
1: Yeah, it is. It is fucking. It's like it doesn't matter if you discover something new about yourself that you don't necessarily like at first, that doesn't change who you are. You can still like, you know, comics and be whatever. Yeah, you still who are you still who you are. No matter what, you know, no one can change who you are. Yeah. That's a good
0: word.
1: That's think. that that's what I take from this film. It's good. It's yeah. A good man. point.
0: Man, I'm I'm kicking goals, you, mate. Buddy, getting...
1: Kicking goals. Mate, we're
0: getting smart watching these movies, right? Oh,
1: no, I'm <laughs> getting smart, mate. You're you're um, getting smart learning. I sorry, I'm getting smart watching these movies, you're getting smart listening to me no, watching these yeah, movies. <laughs> um Christ.
0: Oh, I have a question for you. Quest. Is skee-ball even that good? I like skee-ball. But... I think it's fun. Do you reckon God would come down every once in a while just to play skee-ball?
1: Dude, he's God. Oh, sorry. They're (laughs) They're God. God. My apologies. They're God. They can do whatever the fuck they want, mate. But
0: even in the previous movie, there's a big thing about playing skee-ball. Is skee-ball really that good? I think it's fun. I think it's fun. I think it's fine. But, like, I think it's funny when there's a kid laying their head on the thing and you roll it. Thing hit him in the head. Have you ever seen that video? What? <laughs> There's a video online of, like this kid's got his head laying down on the mm-hmm. on the skee ball thing and someone throws the thing and it hits the kid directly in the fucking head. And the, and the kid like walks off crying, and the guy's like, Oh don't worry, it's not our kid or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not like that. it's funny.
1: Christ man. Fucking some man talking about Kevin Smith, you're talking about children hurting themselves. Oh, but, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> oh it's funny but we got a review to do, damn it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um yeah, I don't think ski balls that great though. I don't no. know why. Oh, I it's think it's deal. fun.
1: It's a good way to pass the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, This film orig- originated a meme. The Buddy Christ meme. The Buddy meme. Christ! Yeah, fucking going all the way back to, like, the early fucking, what, 2010s, maybe? Something when, like that. When, like, memes first... Back back in the day when memes was just a still image, some fucking words in the top and the bottom of the screen, and, like, a rainbow fucking background. Yeah. You, you guys, you ever remember the one where it's, like, Jesus, like, pointing the finger and putting thumbs up at you? Yeah. That's where this That's, that's where this comes Buddy from. Christ. That's the Buddy Christ. I love Buddy
0: Christ. I want to oh. buy one and put it... I'm oh my god, really yeah. I'd love to have one. a Buddy Christ statue. Yeah, that'd be sick.
1: Straight up. Uh, like, not like a small one, like a full-size no, Buddy Christ to, like at the start of the film. That'd be sick. <laughs> that'd be fucking sick. Fucking, that'd be epic. Yeah, so some people have full-size Stormtroopers. Me, Buddy
0: Christ. It's Buddy Christ. <laughs> um, Jay and Bob's introduction to this is probably one of my favourite scenes. Oh, not not so them coming funny. up and beating up the kids, but them explaining and why, why they're there, at a fucking abortion, abortion clinic. clinic. And oh, they're just like, so good. oh, we thought this would be a good place to pick up chicks. Yeah, to pick up women. Because <laughs> like, There's such a funny fucking line. Oh, that was it was so dude, good. It's
1: so good. These, uh, the Jane, Silent Bob, because in each movie, Jane, Silent Bob are a little bit different. You know, in the first film, they're like, not really serious, but, like, they're super serious. They're, like, they're, grounded. Yeah, they're really, like, 100% to the ground. You know, you'd see these guys going to the fucking, you know, your local train station. Yeah, yeah. You know, one hyped-up motherfucker and one just fucking buff-ass still dude. Buff. Buff, <laughs>
0: quotation-wise.
1: But, like, one, like, stock still dude, right? And then in Rats, they're fucking, like... Turned up to 11, comedy-wise. In Chasing Amy, they're back down to the ground. this is like a... But they're mature. Yeah, and Dogma Dogma is a nice mix where they're mature, but they're also funny as shit.
0: Yeah.
1: It's definitely my favourite adaptation of them, by far. Fair enough. Granted, it could be a little biased, because this is the first Kevin Smith film that I've ever seen and, like, introduced to these characters. But, oh, it's so good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like, um... Loki and, oh, and yeah. Bartleby. No, they're really good characters. They're, they're really great. good
1: characters. To be honest, I found the weird switcher dynamics to be really just a little bit too weird. Like, you know, at the end of the film, Bartleby, like, learns that Bethany is coming to kill them and then, you know, kind of goes on like a like a vengeance, you know, killing spree like Loki wanted to do, right? And then Loki's like, whoa, 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 what the shit, man? I, yeah, I, think I, I think mean, it, like, it makes sense, no, but it's just a bit too similar, in my opinion, for like their dynamics to sort of switch to one become like really passive and just like sort of wanna. I mean,
0: well, when Loki wants to kill people, it's to get on God's good, good side, yeah. And then when Bartleby wants to kill people, it's like it's like a, a fuck you, God, because he's doing yeah. it to get back at them. Because I, I love that scene where mm. he where he talks about. Uh, in the car park. Yeah, in the car park where he's, where he's like, um, you know, God has given uh, humans infinite fucking patience with everything they've done. They've, mm-hmm. they've been given this planet, they destroyed it, they've been, you know, they're, they're evil, they've been giving wars with each other. Mm-hmm. But us, angels, we, we were just You designed... speak up, like, speak out of line once and yeah, then. Yeah, and you fucking go on.
1: Cast to Wisconsin forever.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I, I love that bit. And then, look, he's like, you sound like fucking Satan or Lucifer yeah. or whatever. Yeah, oh, you, you
1: sound like Lucifer, the Morning Star. That was.
0: That's great. It's a great scene. It
1: is. It is a really good scene. Oh.
0: And there's a lot of good points, like, about the Bible, that mm. I kind of go, that's a fucking good point.
1: Yeah, no, the whole women being, like, um, is like bigger bad guys than the Romans and fucking yeah. everyone else combined. It's crazy. It's a,
0: yeah, and then there's a bit where um Chris Rock's character's like... Oh, uh, yeah,
1: it says Jesus is black.
0: Yeah, that too. But also mm-hmm. the bit where it's like, Jesus in the in the Bible, it skips from Jesus age twelve to thirty, which goes back to your point earlier about mm. Jesus, like freaking out about having to accept his role as, mm-hmm. the, son, as the son of God, of the son of God, yeah,
1: and trying to find himself, still being Jesus from Nazareth, but also Jesus of Nazareth, the son of God. Yeah, yeah, it's great, great movie. It is. It is a really good fucking movie. Hey, yeah. speaking of Chris Rock, though, the faces this man pulls are fucking hilarious, and. Almost nearly puts fucking Jim Carrey to shame, in my opinion. You reckon? Yeah, man. Especially when they're in the bar fighting the Golgothan. When, like, the, the gang, like, fired him. And, like, it cuts to him he's like...
2: It's oh, fucking hilarious.
1: <laughs> so much, like, almost... Almost funnier than some, like, fucking Jim Carrey's faces. granted. Not to, like, the extent of, like, elasticity and, like, fucking like, morphin and shit. But almost, like, almost funnier.
0: I wonder what everybody listening to this thinks the faces you just pulled were. Yeah, I know, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh my God,
1: I just... I didn't even clue. Like, they're not going to be able to you tell... see Oh my God. And we're not going to
0: describe it. No,
1: God, no. You're going to have to... <laughs>
0: up to your imagination.
1: Um, I'm winking right now, you can't tell. Yeah,
0: yeah. Fuck, yeah. Um, yeah, I think fucking Chris Rock is really funny. Oh, yeah. there's just... There's so much to like, and it's... The only thing that's upsetting about this movie is that we don't see these characters pop up again.
1: Oh yeah, no. No except for like Jane Silent Bob, and these are more characters that never come back. Yeah. I mean we get to see Chris Rock come back as a different character and strike back.
0: But not as, as Yeah, no,
1: but no. not as, as, as good of a character as fucking as um as Rufus the thirteenth Rufus. Apostle.
0: Thirteenth Apostle. That's mm-hmm. a funny that's a funny bit too. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, but we see God at the end credits of Strike Back, and that's about Yeah, it. no, that's right. Oh, Loki shows up in Freeboot. Uh, we'll talk about that. I hate that bit. We'll yeah, no, me later. too. But um, we'll talk about that later. The I don't know why, but the holy bartender bit I think is really funny. Oh
1: yeah, no, that's great. He doesn't know how to make a holy bartender. Pulls out Uzi. <laughs> fucking then, like, grouse
0: Ages later just Jay goes, "Holy, holy bartender!" bartender I get one.
1: one. I get it. <laughs>
0: fucking great oh. I love Jason Meltdown at the end
1: of the movie when yes so fucking good he's
0: like what the fuck
1: who the fuck's this bitch what the fuck happened in that guy's head <laughs> oh, so fucking good some of the best like acting like granted his facial acting um, Jason Mewes' facial acting in that scene is a little like like just one yeah. like sort of frozen but like the voice like the, the overall yeah, performance the is fucking just, yeah the so delivery funny. The delivery's brilliant. I fucking love it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, fucking God is also played by Alyssa Morissette in this film. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Who, when doing research for this film, I mistook for Kevin Smith's wife, Jennifer... Oh. <laughs> Schwabuck. Schwabach.
0: Um,
1: yeah. I mean, like, if you squint really hard, they kind of look the same. Yeah, no. If you squinting, mate. If, you're squinting. if you
0: squinting. Yeah. If you got your eyes closed. If
1: you if you got your eyes closed, they look <laughs> sisters, twins, twins, mate, identical twins. Danny
0: DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger style twins. Yeah,
1: hell, yeah exactly. That's. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Jason Lee's in this again. Oh yeah, Jason Lee. He plays Asriel.
1: Yeah, no, very funny.
0: I love um. What's
1: with been- Jason Lee and playing asshole characters in fucking Kevin Smith movies. Maybe
0: Kevin Smith just thinks Jason Lee's an asshole. Yeah, what if he actually <laughs> secretly hates Jason he Lee? just that hates fun? him. Because
1: <laughs> what? I mean, Brody's a lovable asshole. Banky's yeah. a full on piece of shit. Yeah. Obviously. This guy's a fucking demon. Yeah, this guy's a f- He's a fucking demon.
0: He's a fucking demon. <laughs> I love that bit where he, where he, uh of Bob but smashes him with a golf, golf club, club. and puts a hole in his chest. Yeah.
1: That's that's but I'm true. a
0: fucking demon. I'm a fucking demon. <laughs>
1: I love the I love the part where he fucking takes off his shirt and he's like dit dit, oh realizes he's oh, yeah. only got three buttons. so good. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's great. Um George Carlin?
1: Oh yeah, George Carlin's in this film. The fucking amazing, one of the best comics Ever. period. Yeah, he's great in this. He is fucking hilarious in this film.
0: I love him um there's a bit I have a written down where they need to convince Cardinal Glick who, who oh yeah, to close the thing down uh-huh. I've literally just written here just kill him <laughs> he, he's gonna go straight to heaven because he's a, he's a he's a cardinal he's yeah a cardinal. and God could just reverse it just kill him
1: well he dies at the end of the film anyways he does yeah. oh, um, not spoilers
0: what else I Affleck should be the villain in all movies, because he's really good as yeah, a villain. Yeah, no,
1: he actually is... Ben Affleck, he gets a lot of shit, but he's actually a pretty good actor. He's a great actor. Like, if you put him in a specific role, where he's, like, playing, like, a really handsome, like, stud character, yeah. like, not necessarily Holden, but, like, uh, Bruce Wayne, or yeah. fucking...
0: Just not Reindeer Games. Huh? Just not Reindeer Games. Reindeer Games, it's not... It's a shit movie with Ben oh. Affleck in it. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, that joke doesn't work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but well, he's, he's a great actor. He should definitely he's, be in the movie. Oh, I also love the bit where it's like... Jay's like, uh... uh we got five minutes left to live. You said you'd fuck me. me- oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right.
1: I love that. Actually, there's one thing... That really fucks with me with this film, right? So, after you meet the Metatron... Who appears to... No, sorry. Before we meet the Metatron... It cuts. Oh fuck! Sorry, I gotta read my notes for this shit. Um. So after we meet Azrael, there's like a wipe cut to like some Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars ass wipe cut to Bethany praying in bed. Right. And then she starts to get in bed, and then it dissolves into her sleeping, and then the whole scene of her meeting um Metatron plays out, and then obviously there's the um, there's like the cut. Which, there's a specific name for it. I did, I did fucking research, like, film editing research of, like, what the cuts are called and all that shit. I don't remember any of it <laughs> now. I <laughs> don't remember any of it now, but I've fucking, like, watched, like, a 20-minute video describing, like, all these different cuts. I don't remember the name of it, but there's a cut. It cuts when Bethany, like, waking up in her bed when, um, Metatron, like, shakes the maracas, which has a specific name. Um, and then she, like, goes underneath... Her pillow, like, stretches and finds the maracas, which shows that it's not a dream. Yeah. Or that it actually happened. But then, it cuts to Bethany locking up what looks to be her front door, but yeah, is the abortion, the abortion clinic, clinic, and it's fucking pitch goddamn black.
0: Yeah, that fucked me over That's as well.
1: Like, what?
0: What a strange choice, right? Like, this
1: is your fourth film. You know how to, like, fucking... I think this is why Kevin Smith shouldn't be allowed to, like do proper, like, editing shit in his movies. Because like, you look at Strike Back as well, and there are a whole bunch of, like, tacky zooms and weird camera angles and shit. He really should just sort of stick with basic camera movements where it's camera in front of two people, they talk, they carry the scene.
0: Yeah, yeah, just more dialogue.
1: Yeah, just dialogue. That's yeah. that's what makes this film good. Uh, sorry, this film. That's what makes his film good. That's what makes his films good is allowing the characters... To carry the scene with the diet with their with their dialogue, right there. Yes, but um, is that all we have for um? Dogma, dogma.
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Actually, no. Sorry, dogma was hinted was meant to be the second film. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of Clerks, he says, "Jane and Bob will return in Dogma." Yeah. Fuck three films later, and then
0: in Chasing Amy, at the end of the credit, says they'll return in Dogma again. We promise this time in brackets.
1: <laughs> Don't they? And at the end, the end of Morat. Strike Back is fucking hinted. Yeah. That's right. How
0: many times have they planned on that story? Because they did... They had that bit with the monkey in, in the end of Morat. Mm-hmm. There's a comic... Jason Bob comic that was released in between uh, Chasing Amy and, and Dogma. Mm-hmm. Where they have the monkey bit again. Okay. And then in Strike Back, they have the monkey again. Oh my god. Fuck. I don't know what's going on. Kevin, come on, man. Or Chimpanzee or whatever the fuck. Ape or whatever the fuck. Ape. Ape. Speaking um, of James Bob, Strike Black. Back... This was actually the first Kevin Smith movie I have watched. This was the second one I ever watched. Oh, mm-hmm. and I was, I think, well, I can't speak from my experience. It was the first movie I watched. It's pretty easy to follow along, even oh, though yeah. it's, which was supposed to be the end of this franchise. Yeah, that's what it was. But it's, I think, it's still pretty easy to follow along. The only yeah. thing that fucked me up was Jason Lee plays two characters who look very similar.
1: Yeah, no. Why, I, I when I watched this film, I'm like, but that's why does Jason Lee have a beard now?
0: Yeah the two different characters. Yeah,
1: no, they, uh, they watch the uh, the films before it and you'll understand. Yeah. I think that's that's probably the worst thing Beside the oh, like we'll, we'll get into I'll oh, we'll get into my disliking or well, not disliking but disappointment with this film on rewatching it. That's probably, like the worst thing if like, you watch this film like second Kevin Smith film or first Kevin Smith film you ever watch, you're going to be fucking confused and you're not going to like it. Yeah. Because you're like wait a minute, fucking who the fuck's Ben Affleck? Why is he saying snoochie-boochies? Who the fuck are all these people popping up throughout the film? Why the fuck is Jason Lee here twice? Yeah. Fucking, you know, who were these people at the end of the film that were meant to... that obviously were meant to know? Like, Alyssa pops up at the end of the film. Fucking, um... Hooper um pops up at the end of the film as well. A whole bunch of other people... Yeah. ...from I... the earlier films pop up too. Yeah. Like, side characters... Like the girl, who, the underage girl who has sex with um, Ben Affleck's character and more. she pops up. She's chilling with Alyssa. Um, oh, it's weird. Yeah.
0: I I like this movie though. No, yeah, it's a I don't. Movie. I don't love it. Uh, I especially don't love the the third act where they go to the Mirror act. Yeah, that's no, pretty, that's pretty that's pretty bad. Pretty fuck. I
1: mean, there are, there are like one or two funny moments. Yeah, but. But you know, other than that, no, it's
0: not good. There's I like it. the cameos in this, except for all of the ones in Miramax, mm-hmm. are great. I think they actually serve a purpose and yeah. lead up to a good joke mm-hmm. with the George Carlin and the oh, Carrie, Fisher, Carrie Fisher. That was so fucking pick. funny. It's so funny. So funny. Um, uh, Sean William Scott has a cameo. Yeah, if you know his work. This is a clever play on the mm-hmm. characters he usually plays. You know, in his regular. Films in in the early two thousands, late nineties, he plays very much this jock type character, just so kind studs. of stud, stud, yeah. Mm. And then in this, he's just a fucking doofus. Yeah, fuck good.
1: I didn't like when I first watched this film. I fucking loved the Scooby Doo scene, but looking back, looking on back it, on it, it's a bit weird. Uh, yes, yeah, like. this this film. I loved this film when I first watched it, and I'm safe to say that you did too, yeah. Yeah. But rev- like looking back on this film and actually having to review it, it's not that good of a film I mean it's funny in some parts it would be the world's it'd be fucking better uh, funnier than anything on the planet if you were fucking stoned off your fucking face but yeah. nah it's unfortunately it's not that good of a film it's uh, in my opinion it's his weakest film and I know that's not your opinion but we'll get back we'll get to
0: why that is later yeah um I still think there there's a lot of great jokes, obviously. I don't know about you, but I love the... Um, maybe your abbreviations, is that what it's called? Like oh, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The clip the, clit clit the, the labia jokes are just Yeah, no, really no that's fine. pretty funny. Um, some of the... Ca- uh, I said the cameras already. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of notes on this movie, to be honest. It's, it's kind of... It's, kind of...
1: it's fan service
0: is what it is. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's like
1: that. a... Hey... It's, it's literally Kevin Smith saying, hey kids, remember Holden, remember Banky, yeah. remember fucking Brody, remember all this shit. That's me, man. That's Kevin Smith.
0: Yeah. I don't like, I don't, I really don't like seeing Holden and Alyssa in these movies after chasing Amy. I think it really ruined, well, no, not that it ruin it, but it's like, it's not really that great anymore, is it? I don't know, well, for the whole... Uh, like, Holden's first bit of thing is just fine, because, like, it's just the... Like mm-hmm. You know, get the plot rolling, or whatever. Bah!
1: Sorry. And,
0: um, but, you know, then you come back to them, ladies got that joke, like, man, I, I miss stating a lesbian. I'm like, shut your fucking face. Cut that bit out. Because,
1: mm-hmm. like, just don't... Some of the, sc- like, looking at the screen jokes... Like, it's funny the first time when, when it's with Brody. Yeah, it happens,
0: like, four times after that. Yeah, night,
1: but you know? fucking... When it's done, like, every other fucking time in the rest of the film it's just like okay we get it we're here too we're watching you
0: yeah um fart jokes are lazy I hate yeah them. every time i see them in a movie i start mm. there's only one fart joke I that's ever made me laugh mm. in anything that's an adventure time uh, yeah there's one bit in an episode of Adventure Time where they're um uh jake and finn are hiding from skeletons mm. and then finn's like you gotta be Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the that fucking one. massive
1: fun and echoes <laughs> for fucking Ks. It's like the only fart
0: joke I just think is one of the... just the funny... I was pissing myself not to uh. that shit. Yeah, back to Kevin Smith.
1: Back to Kevin Smith.
0: Um, <laughs> the fucking
1: news report. And back to you, Kevin.
0: <laughs> We've got Kevin on the line again. Kevin, can you hear us? <laughs> hey, man, it's me, Kevin Smith. I'm on the line. <laughs> <laughs> We're to stop doing Stopped this joke. It. We're
1: to stop. No. Um, I like how Jay and Silent Bob are wearing something different like every time... We see them in a film, like, the first time, I mean, it's hard to tell in the first film, but, you know, they're probably wearing something, s- like, black and whitey, maybe, like, some denim. In the second film, they're wearing, like, black leather, Well at least Bob is wearing black yeah, leather. Yeah, they're all in
0: black. They're in... They're in
1: nice. black. And then, fucking... ah, uh,
0: He gets the green coat in Dogma. That's the first Yeah, he time gets
1: the green it. coat in Dogma, uh, chasing Amy and Dogma J... There's no difference. Jay's got like um, he's got the nose piercings. He's got the red jacket. He's got the beanie. But then iconic Jay and Silent Bob. Like when you think Jay and Silent Bob, think in my jacket. opinion, huh? I think the yellow jacket. Yeah, you think the yellow jacket. You think fucking movie's hat. You think fucking green overcoat. Yeah, like Strike Back, Jay and Silent Bob.
0: Iconic Jay and iconic. Silent Bob. Yeah, definitely. And the bit at the start where they the the fuck rap or whatever. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty iconic fucking good. for Jay and Silent Bob it's great um there's my problem with the third act it's mm. just all just gay jokes it's the whole joke yeah like you got Beta going in with the what a lovely tea party and then you have the mm-hmm. bit where um James Big James Big. Fuck me, James Vanderbeek, Vanderbeek and Jason Biggs mm-hmm. doing the whole thing. Like uh, he's like, "Why are you calling everything gay?" Or hey. fucking this gay, that's yeah, gay, and, and then monkey gay. Yeah. Immediately after that, where well, they knock them out, they do the mm-hmm. bit where like, oh, "Don't come in here." Me and me and Jason Biggs are in mm-hmm. here naked, naked. butt naked. naked, and they do the whole fucking <laughs> <laughs> joke. Did you better again? And then again at the very end, where um, not the very end, but when uh, Banky and Will Farrell's character walking along and some like uh, I don't kiss guys or whatever. Mm. It's like it's just constant oh, yeah, gay but, uh, jokes uh, after that.
1: Uh, pri- um, uh, something from what like you've heard, I don't kiss guys, and then he fucking and then we find out that he's gay with yeah, yeah that Then he's in a relationship with Hooper It's like what the fuck? Yeah, I can't. They could be
0: mine, Kevin. It's just it's not particularly great that final act. Although I All love right. Mark Hamill. Oh
1: him. yeah, no fuck. Funny thing about that when um, Kevin Smith did a test screening for Strike Back. And when Mark Hamill's car when Mark Hamill himself appears in the film, no one realised that it was Mark Hamill. And so he fucking he's like, fuck it. I'll stop the movie for like five seconds. Put Hey fucking- kids, it's Mark Hamill. Yeah, man. hey kids, it's Mark Hamill as yeah. he fucking crashes through. Um
0: Cocknock is iconic for Oh yeah, Cambridge Cocknock's ben. pretty fucking I love funny. That. Um I got here, I want a bong saber. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> I just want one, it'd be so cool. That'd be cute, that'd be sick. Uh yeah, I love... Chris Rock is pretty funny. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, he's funny for, like, the first couple scenes he's on, but yeah. eventually at the end of it... Yeah,
0: that bit. He gets a bit tired. Of, but he, I love that bit where he's like...
1: Um, oh, I created... i created the Muppets. I was going to call it NWP. Mupp- yeah. I'm not going to continue the joke. Yeah, no, we're not going to say what it is because, like you <laughs> said, we don't want to get
0: cancelled by the fir- by the full fucking episode. Yeah, you can't. Um... <laughs> Yeah, there's not a lot to say about this movie, to be honest.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 a good time if you stoned. Oh, Jay's Berserker shirt, actually. Something I put in my notes. Uh, Jay's wearing a Berserker shirt, which is... Oh,
0: the, of the guy from Clerks. Yeah, it
1: was one of the side characters from Clerks. Who's like, what, uh, Silent Bob's cousin from, yeah, Russia. from Russia?
0: Would you like some making mm, fuck, fuck Berserker? Bal- <sighs> Would you like to suck my, my cock, Berserker? Bal- <sighs> Iconic. Love that shit. Oh, good shit. Um, um Clerks two. No, actually, I want to bring up one no. one other bit. Go for it. My one one of the best bits in this whole movie of mm-hmm. Strike Back is at the very end where they go and beat up all the kids who were talking. Oh to yeah, no, online. that's fucking. That's, that's pretty fucking great. funny. I love that. This is how many people want to <sighs> kick some ass. <laughs> I do. I
2: do. I
1: do.
0: <laughs> good shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can move on to Clerks two now, unless you want. To
1: yeah, no, Clerks, clerks two. Um. You oh, didn't watch this film.
0: I couldn't. I couldn't find a copy of no, it anywhere. You couldn't. I don't own fucking... it on DVD. It used to be on YouTube for free. We got taken down. Didn't
1: you find like a like um a version in oh, I Spanish? Found a Spanish version for free. <laughs> I couldn't find
0: an English copy. Spanish version though. Oh, uh, you I... should have learned Spanish. Oh yeah, probably should have. <laughs> no, but I remember most of this movie. So I I, I have one note because mm. I wrote one note and then I was like, I'm running out of time. I'll go watch reboot. Mm-hmm. My one note is I love the Anne Frank slash Helen Keller. Oh yeah, that's pretty funny. Show.
1: I feel like they mixed up the 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 correcting Randall of the difference between Anne Frank and Helen Keller. They should have had it saying, they should have had him saying it like a couple times before Dante comes in and dude, you mean Helen Keller, not Anne Frank. Um, I, I love that it. would have been a little bit more funnier instead of Dante correcting him the first time that he makes the reference, and then for the rest of the film he just doesn't give a shit and says Anne Frank anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is funny nonetheless, but. Yeah.
0: This movie is really funny. I think it the is... only bit that I don't necessarily love is the the dance bit.
1: Oh, the fucking... Like the mass dance. Yeah, yeah, the, the musical fucking yeah. number.
0: I, that bit just takes me out of it because this film, for the most part, is very grounded, like the first clip, Yeah. And then you have this big dance number which makes it's you go, um, yeah. um, I don't know, I kind of like
1: Randall doing the fucking doing dance the, the, on it. Yeah, the Walk again. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's good. Um, what do you think of Elias?
1: Elias? I liked Elias as a character. It was... It's fun to have Randall like Randall's at his best when he's picking on people. Yeah. He's just funny. To he's, pick on the whole yeah, movie exactly. Then. And he's got someone someone there literally whose sole purpose in the movie is to fucking be made fun of. And like I love when he's talking about when Eliza's talking about his girlfriend and how she's got like a mouth troll and like a oh, v- yeah. vagina troll. So like they can't have sex. Or, like, do anything, and, like, he's got to wait for them to, like, move out of her body when she comes of age or whatever. And he's, like, he's doing his best to hold back to, like, not, like, verbally beat the shit out of this kid (laughs) for being that fucking dumb.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I love, um... Yeah, Randall's really great in this. He
1: is. I think... I really wish Kevin Smith would have done more with Dante's character in this film, though. I mean, it's nice to see him... Like, it, it makes sense for his character to be doing the same shit all over again. You know, having a girlfriend who is Kevin Smith's wife. Um, who... This is the first time she appears in his films, right? No.
0: No? She's one of the... One, people, one of the people... Oh, no, that's right. She's one of the
1: people back. in um, Strike Back. That's right. Yeah. My apologies.
0: But... Yeah.
1: Yeah, no. Um, who... He's got a fucking... He, Dante's got a fiancé in this film. Right? But is in love with his store manager, who's played by
0: Rosario oh, Dawson, who Rosario I love. Rosario
1: Dawson, who was a fucking amazing actress, I, love I fucking Dawson. love her. She's sick. Um, who's played by Rosario Dawson, which is yeah, it's fine and dandy. But that's this, essentially the same it's the fucking same plot. Arc as
2: it's it's the first exactly clerks. it's
1: the same arc as fucking the first Clerks, and that's all fine and dandy because like the start of the film is in black and white. And, like, he goes to open the shutters and then the fucking quick stop is burning down, which is good and... Oh, uh, not good. It's kind of funny. Yeah. And sort of tells you that this film is not going to be the same. But then to see them working dead-end jobs again in their fucking 30s and then have no character change, at least with Dante. Yeah. It's fucking boring and lazy.
0: I guess I mean like
1: I I get what it's going for like you know like this is one of Kevin Smith's uh, one of Kevin Smith's films where he's telling a story again you know he's doing he's doing another chasing not another chasing Amy but he's like he's got something to say again yeah because this film is about him you know in 30s 40s when you know Clerks was about you know like early 20s Chasing Amy was like late 20s 30s And this film is, like, you know, almost, like, midlife sort of shit. Yeah.
0: I think... Yeah. I get where you're coming from, but I I, I still enjoyed it.
1: No, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I fucking... I enjoyed this film. I think it's great. It is a good fucking film. Another good film to just be stoned while watching as well. But, um... A lot of his films just, like, get exponentially funnier while being baked. True. In my opinion.
0: I... Keep looking at my notes, there's nothing there. Yeah, no, I've got like two,
1: like, and one being Jay's wearing a Buddy Christ shirt and this movie is somewhat, um, something, I can't even remember, for handwriting, something about Kevin Smith. (laughs) Uh,
0: how good are Jay and Bob though? I love them. Oh no, I fucking, I love Jay and Bob. Now they are sober this time? Yeah,
1: no, they're sober and he's
0: like fucking, oh, it's good. I love the... Quite a, a line from this fucking Middletown cop Pulled us over for suspicion of mischief What the fuck does that mean? We're driving around with a deployed airbag yeah. True story of Jason really? Hughes He was driving around with a deployed airbag Got arrested
1: Oh my god, shit I didn't even realise it <laughs> was a true story That's
0: yeah. sick um, Fucking Smith Silent Bob Doesn't speak He speaks once And it's like A joke it was like I don't have anything to say this time Yeah It's, it's pretty it's, it's funny It's funny On the, on the, on the what do you call
1: it? On what you'd expect um, Simon Bob's character yeah, to be. Yeah, exactly. Even though in the past couple films, he hasn't really said anything wise. Like, in Strike Back, he comes out with this whole big, like, legal speech, which I guess sort of goes with what his character was, like, meant to be. Yeah. And all that shit. But, I don't know, I kind of feel like Kevin Smith, like, couldn't be bothered remembering anything anymore. Fair enough. I, I, yeah. He he doesn't say anything in any of the films... In any, like, dogma onwards, he doesn't have anything like wise life advice to say. He's got legal advice and strike back, but I don't really count that. Yeah, fair enough. Doesn't say, I mean, it's the joke in Clerks 2, but he doesn't say anything at fucking all wise in Reboot, which is. <laughs> which we'll get to that. I mean, I feel like talking about Clerks 2 is going to be pretty fucking. Simple.
0: Yeah. I oh um Oh that quick, sorry, not yeah. simple. Clerks two. I the donkey show is so fucking funny. Oh yeah, funny.
1: that's so fuck that's so fucking funny. It's just a great
0: gag and it's like fucking um where's Kinky Kelly? This, this is Kinky. Kelly. Yeah, this is Kinky Kelly. Oh, I'm the st <laughs> oh, I'm the sexy star. And he just shoots yeah. the, the fucking thing it just goes straight to his hand. It yeah. looks great, it's really funny. Um and that's the bit where, like, Elias gets fucking hammered.
1: Oh, yeah. I fucking... I love Elias just walking yeah. around. Fuck,
0: pissed off his face. Uh, crazy to think about. This movie, there's lines in this where it's like, oh, the the, the live-action Transformers movie is coming out soon. I I'm suck. like, oh, my God. That's so long ago now. Yeah. I feel like there's one happening all the time.
1: God. I fucking... feel old. I love how, in, in the jail scene, the, the stud... Um, comes out and is like, oh, you guys won't get charged with any bestiality things. It's not illegal in this state to, like, watch bestiality. It's only illegal, like, to commit it. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Not bestiality. Inter-species um, erotica. Inter-species erotica. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking... I love that character. I love that. It's so good. It it's I love that whole jail scene. With mm-hmm. Oh, language. yeah, it is. That's one of... That's, in my opinion, like, that's the best scene. Except for the end, that's the best scene in the film.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, and... Uh, I wish... No, I don't wish anything. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. I, I really love this movie. I think... It is. It is a, it's a good movie. It's a great movie. There's not not a lot of stuff memorable it's until yeah. like the end Yeah. But it's, it's still a good ride when it, you watch it. It's, it. It's, still, yeah. it's still more of the character that you love mm-hmm. from Clerks. and Although it's a very similar arc with Dante, it's still mm-hmm. good to watch. And his dad, by the end of the movie, is going to become a dad.
1: Yeah, fuck, that's right. Which is... Gonna tie into Clerks three, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it has to. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, excited. That's Clerks three. I I really liked it. I love how they own the store. Yeah, no, they they buy the store with fucking. fucking,
1: They get a a loan from From fucking from Jane Bob. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah,
0: that's good shit.
1: Excuse me. Um, I love how like it's them. Oh, to be honest, in my opinion, I feel like. Uh, at the at the end of the film, obviously, like the like Randall and Dante are behind the counter at like the re, the the reopened, rebuilt Quick Stop, right? But like they're just sort of like standing there looking around. I feel like that scene goes on for a little bit too long before it like starts to fade to black and white and then zooms back out. No, I like it.
0: No, I like it. No, I like it as
1: well. It's just like them looking around.
0: It's like yeah, and then you get the milkmaid on the side.
1: Yeah, like before it like zooms out and goes to black. They're just sort of standing there looking around. Yeah. Like, almost like they're noticing everything going back into black and white. It's, it's kind of weird. Yeah. It could have been a little bit, like, that them looking around before the zoom out could have been, like, a, a couple seconds shorter. Yeah. That's me. my only gripe about it. Other than that, it's a beautiful ending. Yeah. It's like Kevin Smith, like, accepting his fucking, um, like, fully embracing being the guy that made Clerks. Yeah. <laughs> Which you fucking can't stop talking about
0: now. Yeah.
1: It's like, hey kids, you know I made Clerks. It's me, Kevin. Hey man.
0: Yeah, hey man. Hey man. It's me, Kevin Smith. I made Clerks. Did you know that? Okay. Anything else to say about Clerks too?
1: No, that's really all I got to say about Clerks yeah, too. No, you and good me, good. this is gonna be big old, big old, um, old big battle old of the debates with um with a, a reboot.
0: Because I, I love reboot and Bailey hates it. <laughs> that's not true. It's the opposite. I fucking hate a reboot. <laughs> I think it's atrocious. It's it's honestly painful to sit through. I hate it. Nah. I can't stand it.
1: Nah, you're, you're not looking at it the right way, my friend. No, you're Watch. looking at it the wrong way. No, no, no. no. I guarantee you're going to learn something just like the other films. You're going to learn right, something right. by the end of this. <laughs> you just you sit shit back and listen to Shawnee Jim.
0: Oh, my bloody... knowledge.
1: I like this film. Granted, it's probably... It's not his weakest, in my opinion, Strike Back is his weakest film. But this film, definitely not one of his best. But... Just like the rest, very enjoyable. You don't find it that way. I do because this was his first film after his heart attack, right? This was his first like because what Clerks Three he was saying before his heart attack was all going to be about death and accepting death. But then when he was faced with death, he's like, "Oh shit, I don't want to fucking die." Yeah. Yeah. You I know, I don't, I don't want to. Different perspective. Yeah, on add it. a whole different perspective, which is what this is. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Obviously, it's meant to be a reboot on Strike Back. Really lazy, but it's you've got to look at it as this is a celebration of what Kevin Smith is. This is Kevin Smith's life in like an hour and fucking 40 minutes. Crammed into an hour and 40 minutes. This is Kevin Smith's life
0: from fucking clerks to heart attack to now. I don't see it that way. I see it as this painfully awful, unfunny retread of Strike Back which I also know because it it sounds like a funny idea on paper Mm. just doing it again Mm. but when you watch it it's like I have seen this before but this is 10 times worse Mm. and I don't I don't connect with the the daughter character Millennium Falcon or whatever her name is I think it's an awful addition to the to the dynamic of Jay and Bob because I always see these characters as being like these guys don't change and that's that's the um, yeah that's that's the whole point of the characters exactly and then all of a sudden Jay's got a fucking daughter who's going to become a dad. Very similar to Jay's music in real life. Yeah. Um, And it's just. It's horribly written. Compared to all the other ones that are like really smart, great dialogue, this is just like, oh, I'm pretty sure these guys were alive in the 90s. They didn't have internet back then. What an awful fucking line.
1: Yeah. Well, the the only bad dialogue in this film comes from the younger characters. Everyone else who's like older, who's Kevin Smith's age, written. Uh, the dialogue for them isn't as bad as, say, like, that 90s line and some of the shit that fucking Millennium Falcon spouts um, spouts off with her fucking little ragtag group of fucking friends. Yeah.
0: No, Kevin Smith, I'm surprised he didn't call this character uh, Millennial Falcon, <laughs> some fucking whack shit. Uh, I, I just I couldn't connect with it. I didn't find the emotional bits to land it all compared to some of his other movies because it mm. just it doesn't work I don't find these characters funny like Jay and Bob aren't characters I'm really supposed to connect to emotionally mm. they're just supposed to be like the funny so, like, they're, they're... strike back barely works as a movie Yeah. so doing it again is just a big fucking gamble and I just don't think it works it's not funny uh, this probably the only thing I really like about this movie is um jokes of Kevin Smith playing himself oh it's yeah fucking
1: funny. yeah Kevin Smith playing himself which unfortunately Um, that, like, Kevin Smith's role, well, not his, obviously, not him himself, but Kevin Smith was a stand-in for Stan Lee, who was taken before, um, um, before shooting even started on Reboot, unfortunately enough. Because the, Kevin Smith plays himself in the film, but it was originally going to be Stan Lee playing himself instead of Kevin Smith. Mm. Um, I will agree with you. Just like Strike Back, the third act of this film, appreciate it. I think it's all well, no, movie co- shit. <laughs> nah.
0: <laughs> I the I don't know, some of the some of in between bits like the hater tots is really fucking dumb. Oh my god. The, I wrote here the Hater tots is a living is like the embodiment of Yoga Hoses. Yeah, it like, really is. just... these movies are made for for twin girls and it attracted an entirely different market. Mm-hmm. That's just what Yoga Hoses was, dude. Uh huh. Shit. Shit. I wrote here. Did Kevin Smith forget how to be silent Bob? Yeah. Because... In all the other ones, like, he actually uses his expressive skills to to be Silent Bob. Like, his facial expressions are pretty subtle, but mm. they work, and he, his body movements and stuff are, you know, work. But in this, it's just... He's just pointing and looking at people and pointing. And just the, the one, like... Yeah, exactly. The one like, eyebrows top eyebrow face. raised, big smile. It's just... It's yeah. it's awful. I don't know how he could fuck up being this character that he's been playing for 20, 20 years. Mm. Um, the emojis... Yeah, awful. I didn't like
1: that. I, I I agree with you. A lot of, like, the, the little things are really awful. The emojis, the... the. I wouldn't say... I didn't really notice the lack of expression as much as you did. There was some... I don't know. I don't feel like the, the film was really focused on fucking um, Silent Bob, though. It was really, like, Jay was, like, proper front and center. Yeah. Oh, I nice. don't know. Kind of like... Kind of like in Clerks, how, you know, Silent Bob was really just fucking there to be there. Except for, obviously, the the little um nugget of wisdom he gives fucking Dante at the end. True. But just like... Just like in Reboot, he's, you know, he's just there to be there. You can't have Jay without Silent Bob. I guess. I but, feel like... I don't know, man. No, I, I, I get what you mean. Look, you have a lot of points. This film isn't... I, I, I enjoy it and I like it, but it doesn't mean that it's a good film. Yeah. Like... Well, I, I don't know. I hate
0: Something, every minute
1: of this. There are multiple scenes, like, um... Fucking... They go to Con, which is the Comic-Con, but centred around Bluntman and
0: Chronic, which... Kind of funny, but not nah, super funny. I hate it. I, I fucking... I hate how meta this movie is. Because mm. it's like, here we're walking in, here's the cast of clerks, here's the cast of comic books. Yeah. Movie. He's just... Fuck you.
1: The, see, that's that's the one thing I really the the Loki thing, which we'll talk about in a moment. Oh my God. The Loki thing and the class, the the cast of clerks, no fucking sense. No so fucking. I feel like Kevin Smith was just like really fucking high in the morning after like taking like fucking like like in like one puff, like yeah. a cartoon one puff like, sorry, one inhale, like, smokes an entire fucking joint, did that a couple times, sat down at his desks, oh, it'd be so fucking funny if the cast of Clerks showed up and they were in black and white, and then it cuts to Jay and Silent Bob, and they're in black and white too, man! Hey, I'm Kevin Smith, I made, (laughs) fuck, that's, that's that's literally what that scene is, that is him saying, hey, I'm Kevin Smith,
0: I made Clerks! Yeah, and... The bit with uh with Matt Damon showing up is... I'm Kevin Smith and I got fucking Matt Damon to be in my movie. Look yeah. at
1: this. Look at this. He, he literally... Matt Damon fucking says that. Yeah, in the he's film, like, doesn't, literally... Yeah.
0: It's me, Loki from Dogma, remember? And then he never shows up for the rest of the movie. Yeah. He does narration for one bit and is never done again. Yeah,
1: no, if... if- they could have like Lent into the narration A little bit more Exactly If they wanted to have Like Loki do Like if they wanted to have Matt Damon in it And yeah. it's not like It would have been too expensive They would have had to Just stick fucking Matt Damon In a goddamn recording booth and Exactly be Matt Damon Well not Matt Damon But Ugh. Loki but Um The cameos in this Are awful Uh Some of them are really bad Like the Chris I think the Chris Jericho one's pretty funny
0: Like That whole scene has no purpose Yeah just it to doesn't Except just to just have Jericho Chris yeah. Jericho be in there I know. As the KKK fucking leader or whatever. Fuck. Yeah. Just a shit scene. I, I love
1: the fucking Chris Hemsworth cameo. No, 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 no. Right, see, not the one that's actually in the movie, but, like, at the end of the movie, when the credits roll, there's, like, different, like, scenes that obviously didn't make it in. There's another one with Chris Hemsworth. It's fucking
0: hilarious. I don't like either of them. I saw that one, too. No, nah, was... dude,
1: I found... Dude, I loved fucking... Uh, I thought it was so funny when he says, Hemi, go bye-bye.
0: Oh, okay, dude, that dude that's enough.
1: funny that's fucking big manly fucking Chris Hemsworth as a hologram saying Hemi go bye bye yeah that's, that's funny
0: um this is you no know, the the things that made me laugh were just just little weird shit that mm. just kind of catch me off guard like the bit where he's like James mispronoun- mispronounces the name of something and then oh uh, yeah Brody's the... like, uh he's like what Regina's like yeah those pizza, pizza making fucks. fucks or the bit where he um uh the, where they meet Millennium Falcon, meet one of her friends or whatever. Oh yeah, and it's
1: um, it's her deaf friend who's black, and he's like, I think we need to see a paternity test.
0: Not that, but no, no, it's a bit later on where he like he thinks that she speaks Spanish or something, and he goes, Oh, up cosapa, soapy penis, I pissed myself. <laughs> it was so funny. But uh, besides that, there's nothing <laughs> else I really liked, and I'm I'm worried about more rats and clerks too if this mm. is the type of things he's going to do because both of those movies are going to have like teenage uh, yeah. characters in them and if this is how he writes teenage characters I'm fucking terrified I don't know I feel because more rats is going to have Brody uh, having a daughter and it's going to yeah. have um, that come from Stranger Things Millie Bobby Brown no the there's a bloke the the David Harbour? No, the, one of the kids. Finn Wolfhard? That's it. Finn Wolfhard is going to be in Moritz too. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, they're going to ruin this movie. Uh... Not, not so much because of Finn Wolfhard, but because of how Smith writes teenage characters and in both this movie and in Yoga Hoses, and it's just... It sucks. I
1: don't know. I feel like he, he knows that Yoga Hoses is shit. He wanted to make this... The reason that he wanted to make this film the way he did of, like, cameos and fucking, you know, like his entire life's work crammed into a fucking, you know, a, a, a short movie. Not a short movie, but a fucking... An hour and 40 minute movie is because he almost died and he didn't want the last thing to, that he made to be Yoga Hoses. So I feel... With yeah, the so way the way said that he, he
0: made a different shit movie.
1: <laughs> no, I feel with the way that he wrote the characters in Yoga Hoses, the, the teen characters in Yoga Hoses and the teen characters in this film hopefully with enough cuz obviously you're probably not the only person to hate this film I'm probably not like he'll be able to take that criticism and sort of rework it into hopefully how he makes fucking um Morats and Clerks 3 hopefully. hopefully i mean we could be wrong he could just be old and stoned now and just sort of not be able to write good characters when it comes to fucking teens at
0: least mm. but you know only time will tell with that shit there's a review I found on oh, Google a that I feel fully encapsulates my opinions on this movie would you like me to read it out to oh, you? be my guest this don't forget like... to
1: give credit to whoever the review is yeah this is from
0: uh, Davit Ennis I found on the Google Play whatever <clears throat> oh dear like a 50 year old trying to look cool riding a skateboard <laughs> I'm a fan of all of Smith's previous movies uh, but since Yoga Hoses uh He just keeps trying to flog the same slapstick uh, that was funny with exuberant youth on his side, but now it's just strained, cringeworthy, and actually embarrassing to watch. (laughs) Like a stand-up comic choking on stage. Not pretty. I had to stop at 40 minutes to write this because I couldn't watch anymore. This is just my opinion and I hope someone else likes it, although I doubt it. It's shameless rehashing of a time in comedy that is long now dead. Grow up, Kevin Smith. You're treating your fans like morons and some will never watch your films again. The only way this is funny is if you have brain damage or are monumentally stoned. <laughs> I say save your money or hire the first movie. It's actually funny. <laughs> I fully, I love that review because <laughs> I fucking, it just, it my opinion 100%. No,
1: I, I, I get you. I get you. I do. I mean, look, like I said before, it's not a good film. Not by any stretch of the imagination. But just like, you, you gotta look, it's all about perspective, man. And I'm choosing to see it as what it was meant to be, not what it actually is.
0: Yeah, well, I, it's sweet because I, I thought I would have loved this. This is mm-hmm. right down my aisle. This is exactly what mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen. I saw it and went, boo, no good. Yeah. Boo, actually. Ba-boo. Boo. 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 <laughs> Shut your fucking <laughs> head. Um, yeah. I don't, oh, what do you, Ben Affleck's scene. What do you think about it? I liked
1: it. I, I really liked it. I thought. It was sort of like a. Because what? Ben Affleck's a bit of a joke. Or not. Not that Ben Affleck actually is a bit of a joke. Ben Affleck's character Holden is a bit of a joke and a strike back. So it's nice to see him in a bit more of a serious. Brought back to the serious character that he once was. And granted, it's a little bit weird, like you were saying before, of like the whole. Oh, he's sort of like not in a relationship with Alyssa anymore, but is at the same time they're being co parents. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, no, that sort of. That really does defeat the purpose. Of the last film of them yeah, moving on from each other as legitimate adults I instead have, of...
0: Yeah, I have a full love-hate relationship with that scene because mm. it's a beautiful fucking speech it about, is a beautiful about parenting. And when I uh-huh. when I hear that speech, I go, "Cameron Smith, he still mm-hmm. has it. Yeah, he still Why has it. Why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah. But then I hate that it's co-parents with Alyssa. Like, yeah. I really just wish that... Like, probably we just didn't see those characters again. Like, Ever. To be honest, if it could have
1: been, it would have been nice if it wasn't like co-parenting. Like if it was like, oh yeah, I'm, you know, I was Alyssa's sperm donor, you know? And
0: like, that's it. I would have just preferred if he moved on and just had a kid with somebody else. But I love, you know, but even in that speech, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of shit jokes where he's like, I'm not Bruce Wayne anymore. I'm more like Thomas Wayne or or Bruce Wayne's mum whose name I can't remember. Yeah, and then looks at the camera. And then looks at the camera. Yeah. What are you doing? That was a shit thing to put there. Yeah, um, yeah I, I don't like this movie. I don't like I, that scene particular. I like some of it, but... I, I, I
1: did, know. I did like the... Because back in Strike Back, um, we see Ben Affleck and Matt Damon as actual character in-universe characters playing themselves. Yeah. Which is fucking... We forgot to mention the, the Goodwill oh, Hunting I love scene. That, bit. that is Strike the back. only good bit about like the third the act of, of Strike, Strike Back. back yeah. It is so fucking funny, and I love how at the end of that scene, fucking Jay like shouts out, "Yo, Athlete, you were the bomb in oh, Phantom, Phantom, yo." And I granted, it wasn't as funny as it was in Strike Back, but I like that like they say like, "Oh yeah, but Athlete was
0: the bomb in, as Batman, yo." Yeah, but that was pretty funny. You know, he's not the bomb as Batman. He's the bomb as Bruce Wayne. He's the bomb as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um I, I couldn't this movie's nothing. I hate this movie. <laughs> I, I I even as a Smith fan, I think it's atrocious.
1: Yeah, no, nah, it's not it's it's definitely not his best work.
0: What I what I would like to see for the 'cause we know we have we know we at least have two more, two more movies films yeah. coming out, Morats Two and Clerks Three. Mm. What I genuinely think should happen is that he should make 2 two first. Do whatever the fuck he wants with it, make it a shit film or whatever. But and then have clo- uh, and, Clerks Three be like the swan song, yeah. Clerks Three be the end of the whole franchise. Because do you know what the plot of Clerks Three is gonna be? He, he's mentioned it in an interview. Mm. It's it's very similar to Smith Life again. Mm. Randall has a heart attack, and um, realizes while in the hospital that he he's, uh, doesn't have any family. He's known to memorialize him when he when he dies, mm. and so he while all fucked up on drugs from the heart attack whatever he turns to Dante and says we need to make a movie and they make Clerks that's the plot of Clerks that's what it's gonna be really? and it sounds incredible and I'm so excited but I hope after seeing Ruby, I hope he doesn't fuck it up cause I feel like every movie he's made after he became a stoner <clears throat> major end of the toilet as Arnold would say
1: so, so what he's saying is we have Seth Rogen to blame we do have <laughs> fuck you Seth fucking Rogen. Seth Rogen son of a bitch <laughs> No, actually, I'm pretty sure you've told me that before. But, oh, I'm fucking... That, that does sound an amazing film. That That's sounds incredible. like a fucking amazing...
0: Yeah.
1: God. Yeah. Actually, speaking of Clerks 2... Uh, not Clerks 2. <laughs> speaking too. of Morads too, I hope they don't bring TS back. They will. Or if... The,
0: uh, uh... <laughs> they can't. How they not bring him back? Uh, Say so he died back.
1: in a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> No. Finally got his fucking comeuppance. Yeah. I,
0: recently no. they announced that the entire cast of Moritz is coming back with from uh, Moritz 2. Even Michael Rooker? That's a good question. I yeah. hope so. I hope so. I love fucking, Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker was mad, dude. They're probably going to uh, have a joke of him being Mary Poppins or whatever. Oh, fuck, I
1: hope so. That'd be pretty fucking funny, <laughs> to be honest.
0: Um, yeah, anything else to bring up about these movies? Um,
1: I think we are done. Well, at least... Actually, not really about these movies, but at least with Moritz 2, I hope they fix TS's character. Yeah, if yeah. they write it, like if he if he's the same guy who doesn't like if, if he at least learns a lesson and you know grows as a person, instantly redeemed instantly redeemed as a as a character in my opinion. Yeah, fair enough. Because you know that's the one that's the only thing that was missing about his character in the first Morat's film was that he was just a giant arsehole, and he didn't learn his he didn't learn anything. Yeah.
2: He. Uh,
1: if he'd learnt something, even if it was like how to fucking count to five, <laughs> we were instantly uh, amazing character, Yeah. up with uh, the greats, just as good as Dante, just as good as Randall. I mean, He's <laughs> not that fucking. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah I, I know. What
1: you're getting. Just anything I want his character to learn something. Yeah. So, uh, Done. Yeah, no, that's thanks for sticking around for another yeah. fucking for the for the fourth episode of the Look Around Podcast,
0: the longest one we've got, the l- longest one. Yeah, I can nearly two hours. Nearly Jesus.
1: I mean, big film franchise. Granted,
0: seven films, but. I don't know what's going to happen when we do the MCU. Jesus
1: Christ. (laughs) We're going to have to segment that one, mate.
0: Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Christ, no.
1: But uh, thanks for sticking around. We'll catch you next time. Yeah, awesome. See you. Thanks, guys.
2: See ya.